What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Stop that. You stop that. Have what? We, have we started that? Are we starting or are we stopping? You, Your call, sir. You're the elder statesman of the if, group. If the, uh, see, I can't really see the board very well. I don't know. I know. Joe's, and I'll tell you why. Because Joe has sort of seductively pulled back <laughs> the, the, the dust cover. And, I, you know, just in a way On that my you balls. would. balls. Kind of the way, like you don't want to see a woman necessarily all the way naked initially. You know, you want to have. No, a, you got to leave something. Right. No, man. I, I, I like a fully clothed woman mm-hmm. head to toe. Right. But in body hugging kind of. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Or, or, not or even, a nice solid pantsuit. Yeah. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not not super tight, though. I mean, that's kind of a fun thing, too. Nah, not hoey tight, but like just, but just it, but the right amount of You've tight. seen the, the pants I'm talking about, the kind of pants that. That are a little bit loose, not loose, but you can just tell there's enough in there. They're just, uh, you know, what's going on without having to be tight. Everything is sufficient. Yeah, you go, I can, yeah, that's it's yeah. got a good shape. You know, anyway, so that's what Joe has done. He's pulled back the clothing. The, the of little, the, you sexualize the control panel and the right. dust cover. So I can't really see if you the, can't see if we're, the, the recording lights are, light. Lights are which lit. Which is fine. That's Check, good. I think that's better. Are, that's uh, we, were, we were talking about Bill Hicks. As we do occasionally. the uh, One of the greatest comedians of all time. Do you know where he's from? Uh, somewhere in Texas. Valdosta, Georgia. What? Yeah. I love that you don't know shit about was Georgia. Was he my neighbor too? You, yeah, he was probably live right next door. He was... He's hey, to mow my lawn. He's, he was on the... <laughs> <laughs> he was like on the... Uh, he was on one side of you and then on the other side was the Black Crows and you're like... Yeah. I don't really like. I don't. Well, Black Crows are a great band. I wonder where they're from. And I looked it up, Marietta, Georgia, and people are like, Paul goes, God damn it! But he lived in Texas though when he was a kid. I was born William Melvin Hicks, December sixteenth, nineteen sixty one, in Valdosta, Georgia. Melvin Hicks from Georgia. Yeehaw! But he. I already had gotten off to life on the wrong foot because <laughs> I was from Georgia. I was always quote awake as you'd say. Wait, was it? Valdosta yeah. or Albany also where uh where um where um hate crimes. Uh Doc Holiday Holiday. Holiday, yes. You got that? Yeah, thank you. Was from Doc, it's either Valdosta or, or I think he's from Valdosta. Or uh Albany, one of the two. There's only one Albany. Now here we go. There's you, only one Albany. I understand, but it's one of the two. So they may be from the same place. But the point is, I know that Hicks, when he was a teenaged, when he was a young lad, was in Texas. Was in Texas. Gotcha. Pretty sure about that. I think it was central Texas. Like, like uh, well, actually, I don't know if it's central, like San Antonio, or a little further to the south, not too far from Houston area. San Antonio is central? Isn't San Antonio on the coast? Not exactly. South central. Oh, south central. Sounds dangerous. Texas is freaking huge. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb because it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Griffin. What Griffin? Griffin, Georgia. Doc Holiday? Yes. I used to fly gliders out of Griffin, Georgia. Of course you did. <laughs> because you've done fucking everything. No, it's just like, it's funny. I thought it was. It was like, oh my God, Neil Armstrong landed in the Sea of Tranquility. I used to race fucking, <laughs> I used to race RC cars in the Sea of Tranquility hold on, on the fucking on lunar surface. What, I, what I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you right now is that he was probably born there, but lived and had his dental practice in Albany or Valdosta or something like that. So I'm telling you right now. So you may have been born there, but uh, set up his practice in Atlanta, Georgia. That's bullshit. Okay, <laughs> Wikipedia. 
Age 21, holiday or... Oh, I know what, I'm, d- I know what I'm doing this evening. I'm going to be correcting Wikipedia. Oh, please. <laughs> please do. Because you have all that time in the world. Yeah. Oh, my God. So ridiculous. In 1864, his family moved to Valdosta, Georgia. Thank you. Where his mother died of tuberculosis. Whatever. So he eventually did get to Valdosta, which which we just decided... At 19, he left for Philadelphia. That's where he went to school. Well, that's where he became an educated man. Probably so. Oh, my God. Actually, he initially intended the Valdosta Institute. Um, did you go to school there? Nope. You didn't? Really? You don't know anything about the Valdosta mm, Inst- nope. Institute? Is that south of Atlanta? Yes. Is that like just fucking straight up redneckville? Like Valdosta? Down there? Like, no, 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 not Valdosta. Like anything south of Atlanta. For the most part, yeah. You have Macon, Georgia, and then, of course, Savannah. It's kind of kind of fun. Yeah, but that that's on the coast. I don't count the coast. Okay. You don't count, like, the coast for any of this kind of... Just, like, in the middle... Like if we were well, just I'm pl- talking about, like, like if south throw a, central throw Georgia, the dart, and yeah, you would go there, and you go, wow, this is, this is really not where I'm from. Yeah. I'd be like, hmm, how come you guys don't have any, like, good food around here? I'd well, be like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, made by actual people who know how to make good food. There's some good food there if you get the right Is places, there? of course. You got, yeah. you got all the soul food down there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like it would be too white of the town. Yeah. I didn't want to say black people food because that's like really fucking terrible, but it's kind I, I of the, you the don't truth. Have to say black people food. You just say good food in the South, and that's they just assume. Yeah. I don't know, because what's what's the what's that buttery bitch that said the N word all the time? Oh. Yeah, she made everything with butter. Everything. Everything with butter. Uh, oh, uh, don't. We're not going to cheat. Everybody's throwing shoes at their. What is her name? The cook? The fucking. Uh, that fucking uh, Betty Crocker, but KKK. Like K, like Clan Betty Crocker. With a, Crocker with a K? Yeah, Betty Crocker with a K. God damn it. What was her uh, name? And it wasn't even the fact that she like. It wasn't the fact that she was racist. She just had that themed wedding like 25 years ago that was really, really fucking with inappropriate. With all the help. Yeah, all, all the help. <laughs> Um, like, oh, they had their chef. He's white, but he's in blackface. Oh, my God. We cannot continue unless we figure her name without I cheating. Can't, I can't think of her name. Debbie nope. Reynolds Gibson. No. Betty Crocker. Start, start nope. with a A, B, A, D, A, B, C, D, E. I love it when he works things out like this. It's, a, it's pretty amazing to watch. Oh, my God. I think it, no, I think it's ASD. Fuck. Sucks. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. I guarantee we'll come back to it. Did you ever run into Alton Brown when he lived in Marietta? Uh, I've seen his house. I have not run into him, no. So, you know, he got divorced a few years ago, and he shaved his head, got an earring. No, I don't know if he got an earring. He definitely... He shaved his head? Shaved his head and probably... Like shaved. Shaved. Like, like, bicked. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan to teach people how to cook. Mm. And he bought a, like, a home on Marietta Square. No, that's where I used to. And he re, and he like re, redid yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. my old. Well, you've no, that's where uh, like right there, walking distance is uh, Johnny Johnny McCracken's, which is a great place. I went there last time I went through Atlanta. It was awesome, of course, as usual. Anyway, went there and talked to him. Oh, did you tell the new brewery is going to be opening up in Dallas, Georgia? So I did see that. Yeah, finally they're getting that worked out. Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. Why? Why can't Georgia come up with names like original names? Because they're too busy picking cotton. Oof. It's like, it's not peaches because like, they're not. Who's there. the comedian that goes on about the? Uh, you have the balls to name. Imagine oh, being Georgia a town and you no no you having the balls to name your town after a city that's already established. It's amazing, like Paris, Texas. 
Well, look what happened to York and New York. Yeah, but that know. was new. But old New York was once New Amsterdam. That's you ever heard that song? Yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder who decided. I wonder. Wonder what decision that was. That is interesting, right? It's like, can't we just name it something else? I thought we hated where we came from. Yeah, but this isn't New Paris, although there is a New Paris, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it's not that nice either. I don't even think they have a stoplight. They might have a blinking light mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Uh, so no, we, there's... Anyway. Wait, so we watched... Uh, is today the... Uh, today's the 16th. Yes. This was the last day of the 16th uh, 50 years ago with was uh, it? Woodstock? Yeah. Yeah. Was this the last? Was this the I Monday? Think so. The 16th on the Monday when Hendrix played? We talked about this. Because, I don't know, man. Because YouTube is. Um, Not YouTube. Oh, my God. Netflix. Netflix, especially, yes, yep. on the on Woodstock documentary, which is really good. I learned a shitload. You know, I knew some about Woodstock, but I didn't know. I didn't know the town came together and made a bunch of food for everybody out there. Even after they were pissed off for the first, like, 48 hours or so. Right. As people are starting to show up, they're getting more and more pissed off. Well, they off. were showing up like days ahead of time before they had the fence up. And they went, what the fuck? We, how are we going to charge money? It was the people? 15th through the 18th. Oh. oh. 15th was Friday. So Fifth, it's, it's I, got a couple more days to go. It looked at August 1969. Yeah. So, which is amazing. We mentioned this before in a previous episode where I knew it was the same year, but I didn't put it together until a couple months ago while wow, the landing the on the landing. moon was a couple months later Some or a big, month later. Big things happened in 1969. Yeah. Those are the two big, really big things. But mm-hmm. uh, let's see. I want to make, yeah, 15th through the 18th. Okay. Which, and they, you know, I didn't know. I had heard like 150,000 was what they wanted and then another, or like they were hoping for so that they could break even, and then another maybe 50,000 people show up and they get tickets day of. Right. I did not know that that many people stormed and they got upwards of 400,000 people there. Yeah, I knew I knew that part. Uh, I, I had no idea it was a logistical nightmare. I knew it, I, I know it just from doing little tiny events, right. like being involved in Mojave Pride. Right. That was, you know, 2,000 people, well, 2,500 people. I bet you, you thought about that too when you're watching this, because I'm watching this going, oh my God, I'm going to take tips for the air fest. Well, uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Like, everybody there has to shit at least, say, four times in four days, at least. Everybody has to piss several times, feeding people, and then all the sick people. Like, the... Them, the folks talking about how they got freaked out. I did know about this just from reading Woodstock book. But how many people? That's 500,000. That's a substantial city with no real medical care. Exactly. You're right, with no real medical care. And they had exhausted all their resources by, like, Saturday morning. Right. Uh, I did, like, little things, too. Like, I had no idea that there was a... um, uh, what do they call it? The Hog Farm. Yes. Which right. had like their, its own little stage and like there it was like yeah. acoustic acts were playing all weekend and that's also where they had And they were back in the woods, all the different shit yeah. was going on and everything. Yeah. I had no idea that all that stuff was also going on while the rest of the concert was going on. I also d- didn't know enough about all of the acts to know that they had themed days. I didn't know that either. Folk, they had this and then, and then they had the rock day. I had no idea that they did that on purpose. And I didn't it makes know perfect either. sense. Yeah. It, yeah, it was organized amazing enough to organize but pretty I, fucking you know, well but people are showing up days ahead of time and they they, they only had the fence like 10 percent of it up at the time and people are just a lot of people are showing up early yeah and just sitting in the middle of this field just hanging out and then later on they're going now what do we do we kick everybody out and then get everybody to come back in we can't do that do we we get women to go around or they said to get a bunch of girls going with baskets and just collect tickets or money yeah i said well how's that gonna go and over? somebody one of the and the voiceover goes that was the most ridiculous idea that I've ever heard. Like, like taking right. around a, what is that called? A collection basket. Yeah. 
And then they finally said, they just, re- and the guy, one of the guys said, and I forget, I should know their names, but one of the organizers said that uh, uh, actually a feeling of relief or something came over him when he finally realized they're just not going to, it's going to be free. Yeah. It, it, and then it, that worry, you know, they have a huge financial burden later he shed, on. Shed that, yeah, but now, out the he's not gonna, now he's not going to worry about it. When you haven't slept right in X amount of days or whatever, that, with that yeah, I'm, I can see where at that point you just go, you know what? We're going to do what we can to make this financially viable later on. But right now, I just can't. We can't deal with this. And yeah, yeah they kind of just stopped worrying about it. Uh, the I didn't know about people being freaked out by the army helicopters that landed in with it because they landed Hueys. And yeah. that one lady was talking about it. She's like, I, we're, I we were scared to death because this is what we saw yeah, on Vietnam TV was, every night. Vietnam was it was peaking right about. Yes. Then. And. I like the freak out tents. I knew that they had freak out tents because yeah. I've been to festivals where there's been freak out tents and I volunteered to work at a freak out tent. But I love the way that they that they uh, handled it. The people that staffed the freak out tent were the people that had just gotten done yeah, freaking they're out. Like, they're, they're, you're going to go and help the next guy. Yeah, you're going to help the next guy and then you can go. Yeah. They're like, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm helping. You're going to get through this, man. Like, it's like it's just you just got to you bought the ticket. Now you got to take the ride. I just love I, I've always loved that phrase because I love uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Hunter Thompson. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that guy, it was Wavy Gravy, if you're yes. familiar from the yep. further guys. Wavy Gravy says, man. Which is a Ben and Jerry's uh, flavor. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swedish Fish. What is the Swedish Fish one? I can't remember what that's called. Fuck. I, don't know. I love that one because it's chocolate-covered Swedish Fish with like a ribbon of chocolate through it. I don't know. I don't think I've had that one. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Cherry Garcia. I've, I've seen the factory, though. I've Have dri- you? I've driven by it. You didn't stop? I, I don't know what happened. So I was up in, in, uh, in Vermont working on a glider. I drove, a, a dude paid me to drive from Georgia to go up there and do some major structural work. It was a very interesting job, and I've got pictures somewhere stacked away here, you know, regular photographs. It was a long time ago. And I knew Vermont had, you know, it's a tiny state, as you know, but on like a Saturday or a Sunday when no one was there working, I just kind of drove around as far as, like, it was beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous up there, dude. It is. It really is. Have you been in Vermont before? Yeah. Okay. I've been to 49 so I'm states. Driving well. around, just driving, you know, in one of the main, high, not a highway, but a main road-ish around yeah. the area. I'm going, dun, 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 dun. Oh, look, the Ben and Jerry's factory. And it, it was a Sunday. That That's why I didn't go in. Oh, okay. They're yeah. closed on Sundays? I'm sure they are. I'm or sure you didn't they... stop and you're just making that up. No, they, they were like, I want to get back to Georgia. I don't like all these Northeastern old money libtards. Lib- <laughs> Except in Vermont, Vermont's liberal. Like I'm liberal. Okay. Cause they you're fucking, a libtard. Oh, I, I would. Well, you know, I got. I, I love the term libtard. I, I think ha- it's fantastic. I absolutely hate it because I really don't like the term retard. <laughs> I know. And I'm I really kidding, don't like Joe. being labeled. As, oh, I thought you, you do really know I'm did being like ironical. I, no, I didn't notice you were being ironical. <laughs> like conical. No, Ooh. that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, shaped like a cone. You're uh, no. Coned. I got banned on Facebook from the or the Kingman Daily Miner uh, Facebook page for <laughs> for like seven days. I think it was because I told that guy if he if he ever called me a libtard again, I was going to come to his house and burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what I should have said is I would take the butt of my Mauser and just smash it into his face. That Mauser yeah. weighs like fourteen pounds. Anyway. Uh, back to the, back, back to the hippie if stuff. You, if you work for someone like Human Daily Miner, and they they have to laugh when they see, I'm sure they, they laugh. Go, no, look go. at Joe. Look at him go. Aaron Aaron Ricca and Cody Davis both because they both used to work there. They both loved reading my comments. And then at one point, I think Cody was like, 
the online i think he was the moderator so he would be the one that would have to ban you like he never banned me i don't think but like <laughs> that's fucking funny anyway uh no uh vermont is hardcore super lefty blah 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 all that yes, stuff yes it is but they have like one of those crazy uh stats like two guns for every person that lives there sure including babies and you're like what but they're like, not a bunch but, of crazy people. No, they're 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 well first off there's like 18 people that live in Vermont and that's about it. Like sure. they're I think that I think their capital is the least populous capital in all 50 states if I remember correctly. Okay. I think uh uh Burlington has like 60,000 people or something like that is like hardly anybody lives there. I have to look at the stats but, of the So uh, it's like and it's yeah. like Northwoods kind of stuff and you, so you've got you got predators there that will come in and just fucking steal kids off the back porch so okay. you definitely need firearms and there it's hunting is big there and da, da, da. like they just don't it is a big yeah. hunting state yeah but, but but they but you they get painted as like all these crazy liberal hippies but yeah while they're they're you know and they are and i think but i think ben and jerry's for example is one of those companies that that pays their employees well and 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 uh, and uh, fair trade sort of uh products i think I'm yeah and all sure those other that. liberal fallacies right right so, so what's interesting, though, and, here, and here's the point, is that they've got, in my view, a superior product, you know, yes. as, as far as ice cream goes. Yep. So, um, so that's the whole point. You have a decent place to, to work, pay your people well, make a superior product, and you can make money. And they give a lot of money away because it's their they choice. Do. And they still make a lot of money, but they give a shitload away. Did, did I tell you about what, or did you hear about what, I don't remember if it was Ben or Jerry. I think it's Ben, because I think he's the one that's like... Uh, super activist i don't remember which one but he likes to throw his money around so like uh there were i guess the uh f-22 f-35 one of the two i don't remember really they were were coming to i know f-22 is the only one that counts i understand that but i can't in it in the context of this story it it matters i'm getting getting hot well they were they're gonna start stationing them at uh the air force base right outside of burlington which they didn't like probably no, because they're noisy as fuck. All the, right. they, that Air Force Base wasn't doing hardly sh- anything like that. Right. They were flying paper airplanes before then. They had very few planes because it was like it was only more <laughs> like, like, like those g- Gillows wind up ones or something before then. They were just with the little the rubber band ones with the red nose cone. God. <laughs> uh, I had one of those crash into my brother's eyeball. One Ooh. Time. Yeah. Uh, it was. I was. I got in trouble for that because I threw it at his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> like it crashed like it crashed oh really you just it like a, did crash it's like a hard you on just, purpose you just you took the wings off made it into a dart i kamikaze it yeah uh <laughs> take you, that i definitely airplane crashed i definitely put needles like i took oh my I, god i stole needles from my mom's sewing box Fucking i don't sadistic i hope my brothers are listening to this will listen to this i'm sure they will i put no, listen, needles sorry. through my nerf darts I got to turn the Elon down. I'm sorry. I remember getting, I think it was for Christmas. I think all three of us boys got them. It was Nerf. And you modified it was, no, yours it with was, needles. Of course I did. Hey, it's for home protection, okay? <laughs> uh, you, can pry, you can pry my Nerf gun with needles from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> only thing that's going to stop a, a bad man. The only thing that's stop a bad man with, with a, a Nerf gun with needles on it is a, a good, good man, man with Nerf needles on it. But here's the thing: it wasn't even a Nerf gun. It was a bow, and it was like a bow. It was a bow. It was like yeah. a half crossbow kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I I modified it. I mean, it went faster. I'm sure it did. Then I put needles on the suction cups. I never shot anybody, but I definitely put holes in my 
wall. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, such a bad kid. So anyway, stopping the F fifteen. Excuse me. So F-22s what they what the, they did to protest it the the loud jets coming in, which apparently had never been a thing, and they just didn't. Once they started showing up, people are the, all the right, citizens were like, the "What f- the fuck?" Right. Because it's right in the flight path, I guess. So uh, if a you're in of, Vermont, you're in the flight path of any airplane that's coming in because that's how narrow and small it is. That's true. Any any jet that's coming into Vermont is going to be heard. Probably in a loud fashion, but again, by only sixteen people. So yeah. all sixteen people in the state of Vermont Protested. showed up. Well, it was a it was a whole bunch of it was a couple thousand like showed up to a protest. Okay, but uh, one of the guys from Ben and Jerry's, well, he 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 bought a flatbed or used one of their flatbed trailers and rigged up something like eighty thousand watts of sound and just blasted <laughs> jet sounds out of it and drove all around the downtown square in Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> and drove the point home because they're like, that's how loud it's going to be. Like, right. It's not how loud it's going to be. Probably why he's eating ice cream. I'm sure. I'm new sure flavors. He, yeah, of course. Yeah. And he, yeah. Name a better ice cream that you can, that regular buying, you know, retail available ice cream than Ben and Jerry's. Young's Dairy. <sighs> that's not nationally available. I know it's not nationally available, but, but you might that's be right. the best one. Like, most of them have just they're light. You just pick them up. There's air whipped in there. That's what that's all what they're. Yeah, no, I agree is, with you 100. Fucking and there's guar gum, and not like the rock group. Thank you. <laughs> Got it. Guar gum. Guar guar gum <laughs> is totally okay. So is carrageenan. They're I, they're they're stabilizers. I know, but if you don't put them in there, they don't have a good shelf life. Period. I, I understand. They that. just and they separate and they're gross. I, I guarantee you, you, it's in Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream. Okay, guess what? We we're gonna look up ice cream back talk. to the phone time. Ice cream talk on uh, no. While you're doing that, I'm gonna try to think of the uh, Young's the, Dairy, Yellow Springs, Ohio. Check it out. It's in between Yellow Springs and Springfield. About, about nationally available ice cream. Yeah, I uh, Bluebell. I know. Nope. I like Blue, full of air. You're full of air. Yep. Fucking white man. Oh, damn it. While you're looking up that, don't cheat. I'm gonna be thinking of the woman who makes all the fried chicken and who. Who cooks her butter with butter? Paula Dean. Dean. There yes, we go. There it Boom. is. Got it. Thank you very what much. Did I, what did it's I my that, name? That buttery. Paula, and my middle initial is A. <laughs> it's like they say, Black Crows, where are they from? Yeah. <laughs> Paula, no what's shit. her name? Paula. <laughs> You're. Oh, God. I'm right, aren't I? Hmm? No guar gum in Ben and Jerry's. Skim milk, liquid sugar, sugar and water, water, egg yolks, sugar, guar gum, vanilla oh. extract, vanilla beans, carrageenan. God damn it. Boom. Both fucking, both of those ingredients I fucking said. You know why there's, those are okay? Because they come from plants. They're fine. fine. They're fine. There's nothing wrong with is those. It, they're, it, they're stabilizers. So it's like a, uh, it's like a. It's uh, like adding carrots to an, hot sauce. An or, anti-phaser. So it won't phase. Yes. Yes. Anti-phaser. <laughs> If you want to be real goddamn complicated about it, or you just phase, it's called a phase. It's a it's a, a stabilizer. It's a uh, right. uh, yeah. That's all. That's all you have to say. It's a so so I, if it gets a little bit unfrozen, it's going to start separating, and that's the problem. That, that's what you're saying. No, because those are in there, it won't separate for one. Uh, gotcha. And it keeps it smooth. Okay. Because as you, uh, why am I explaining this to you? Have you ever made homemade ice cream? Before? Have we ever talked about ice cream before? No. So there's nothing no. wrong with this uh, conversation. Okay. <laughs> fucking fine then. Okay. Let's. You want to delve deep? We'll delve deep. Let's deep fucking go into ice cream. We're gonna go deep. I, state. I, got a, I got a couple ice cream stories for you, but go ahead. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I can't wait till I get to the age of 86, like you are, uh-huh. and I have all these stories about ice cream. It's gonna be amazing. Sex and oxish, oxish. Sex and oxish. Uh, go ahead. Tell me about. What are you gonna talk about? I don't even remember now. Something about ice cream. It was a thing about 
Del, the carrageenan does something. There we go. The carrageenan keeps it smooth, even if it's been frozen for a long time. Because if you f- something stays frozen for a long time, it doesn't get freezer burned. Yeah, like because it's sealed up and it's commercial packaging. Right. Uh, but I know the carrageenan keeps it smooth. I wonder if the Jeffrey Guargum. Dahmer knew this, motherfucker. <laughs> He's from Ohio. <laughs> He's one of those little dark secrets. Oh. He's from Bath. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah, fuck Ohio. Go Buckeyes. Did I ever show you that? I'll show you that video when we get off and we go to break. This is fu- <laughs> Folks, go to YouTube and search for fuck Ohio, go Buckeyes. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see because... It's just people talking about, oh, look at this frozen fucking wasteland that has nothing to do here except drink and watch the watch football. Fuck Ohio, but go Buckeyes. It's like all these people, that, they, they live in Ohio, they hate Ohio, but they all love the Buckeyes. That's hilarious. And it's, you're just watching, and you're like, fuck Ohio, go Buckeyes. So now, like, Bob Poland would see me like, ah, fuck Ohio, go, go Buckeyes. <laughs> so when I was a kid... Uh, we had a ice cream maker, of course, the little, you know, you put the salt and the ice in there. Please tell me it was a hand crank one. Now, hold on a second. So, but this had a motor on it and we had it forever. And, uh, when I was, I just remember my father being in the air force and I was a kid then. And we just, we had the same one forever and ever and ever. And then I believe the end of that ice cream maker was probably when my parents got divorced. I don't know what happened to it. Did they that. saw it in half or something? I don't was think it like- they, it wasn't a, I don't think it was a, it probably just went away to a garage sale somewhere. Very okay. sad ending, I'm sure. Probably was still, you know, working. Because one of those ones that was wood. They still make them out of wood? I'm sure you, you could. I, mean? I don't know if they still make them like that exactly. I, I don't know. Like, But I here's the thing. Uh, when those became a thing and they were popular in like the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. That's when shit was built to last. So oh, yeah. I'm sure there's this thing it, was there's no reason to, to continue selling them because they are still there. Right? <laughs> They're still like like, some, like a wood one that's hewn by a guy with an ads, you know, old craftsman with a pipe. And then I don't think that's an ads. Ads that you draw. That is not a that is a drawing knife. That is not an ads. I think an ads you pull an ads is a prehistoric you. fucking axe. It's no ads. No. Here we go. I'm going back to Google. Let's see if I can go two for two Paula here, Dean. motherfuckers. Oh, not Paula Dean. <laughs> it's an it's a, a a tool that you you with uh it's it's probably also called a drawing knife. A tool similar to an axe with an arch blade at right angles to the handle, used for cutting or shaping large pieces of woods. Okay, wood, so wood. Okay, okay. Bat, bat. So let me show you. Because this is exactly what I fucking told you. Let me see your ads, Joe. Stand by. And then I'll pick up my ice cream That is an ads. Okay, but don't you you hold it? That's an ads. Don't you draw it towards? That is an ads. Don't you draw it towards No, what you're thinking of has a knife blade with two handles on the end of it. You grab it and you do it. It's called a drawing knife. It's called a draw knife or a drawing knife. A draw draw blade, My father was a woodworker, man. I know what I'm talking about. I think it's called a draw blade or a draw blade, draw knife. All right, Junior Geppetto. (laughs) Why? Why are you like that? Yeah. Why are you like this? I don't know. Look at that. I'm two for two, Mr. Gaines. Yeah, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. I came up with Paula Dean. Draw shave, draw knife, uh, draw blade. Yeah, that's, that's what it's called. All right. So we had an ice cream maker that was... Made out of wood and was motorized. Forever. Okay. My parents got divorced. That was the saddest part of the divorce, I think. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure. For everyone so anyway, involved. And here's, you know what else? Here's the problem with homemade ice cream. <laughs> so People don't know how to make it? It's, that's a problem, but yeah. it's not really a problem, though. But it's really weird. I haven't had probably 
it's been years since I've been homemade ice cream. How, how about you? Probably a long time. It has not. It has been about two years. Okay. Because, and you've had, I think you had it too. Oz brought some over when I had one of those taco parties. Oh, I think you're he right. He brought it over and, and had uh, macerated uh, raspberries. So it was That's like right. raspberry it, it, was, it was very good. Fuck, it was so yeah. good. It was gone. I got like three spoonfuls. But I remember growing up and going to other people's. This was a common thing when I was younger. I don't know if it was Of course, was you, you grew up in the 1950s and you were white <laughs> in the South. Of course, it was a common thing. It was a, Let's turn the clock back. That was a good old days. Yeah, it was a good old <laughs> days if you were fucking white and had money. Right, and male. Male, <laughs> white, have money. It's cool. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, you could literally do anything. Like, you could just go to a playground and molest girls and they're not going to do anything about it. Like, right. oh no, he's white and he has You go uh, to the bank and they just privilege. start handing you money. Yeah, you get just... your, your white privileged money. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about UB, UBI. How, yeah. That's kind of what it was back then. It's like but a, it was, it was the a white basic. Base. It was WBI. It was a, it was <laughs> white, a white basic, basic income. <laughs> it was your basic white income. Basic white income. Fucking goddamn. It was, it's like, it, it's crazy when you got the basic white income, you smell those checks. They yeah. smelled like pumpkin spice. It was amazing. Yeah, and that, and that, when you're, that was the, that was the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, amoeba forming of the pumpkin spice. Absolutely. That, that was the early, absolutely was. early stages of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your grandmother was so white. How white was she, Joe? <laughs> your grandma was so white, Paul, that she, she didn't call it pumpkin spice. She just called it spice. <laughs> <laughs> he who controls the spice. All right, so the here's the problem with homemade ice cream. So when you did, did you guys have it when you were a kid? Did you make it like in the summertime? Was it yeah, but thing? we weren't as white as you. We were like medium white, yeah. not advanced white like you. Right. So we had a hand crank one. Okay. No, so, I remember my grandparents having a, a motorized one. I just remember okay. my mom found a hand crank okay. one. And so do you remember yeah. then going to your friend's house during the summer or a party or whatever? Birthday, whatever, 4th of July. And yeah. someone else's house, and they're making homemade ice cream. Right. And it's always different. Like, it's all, and sometimes it's not, oh, back in the old school. Now you can hear my phone again. <laughs> yeah. Great. Flashback to episodes 5 through 28, where we heard Paul's <laughs> bing. Yeah, right. But it, my phone was a lot more active back then because I was busy. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just Tinder was going off. Bing, bing, bing. No, <laughs> swipe me, left. Grinder. Swipe right. <laughs> Gets back to I'm, I'm, I'm trying all the errs. <laughs> I'm going through any err that's out there. Kinder. <laughs> oh that God. was a stroke of fucking genius, man. I, I will sell that joke to a comedian someday. That like, is funny. The fucking Rent-A-Kid app. Just call it Kinder. It's, <laughs> fuck, that's so bad. And it's kind anyway. of a kindergarten because you're out there plucking the... Kindergarten. Oh, it's kindergarten. out of the... Just, just like, oh, this one's not quite right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well this one's a little overripe we don't want that one uh, we just lost Can our we only we just, the we just lost a sponsor right fucking there. pedophile jokes right there well i mean we'll pick up another sponsor it'll be sure. astro glider yeah be great. Uh, ammonia spray good yeah. for cleaning and cleaning up messes and eliminating fingerprints and flintstone blood vitamins flintstone vitamins for when you want to eat 19 <laughs> pieces of healthy candy I all right even so know. so i remember this i remember going to other people's homes during uh during birthday parties or fourth of july and they had homemade ice cream it was awesome of course. but it was never the same and usually it was like i don't like this as much as you know i, I was used to what we had and it, and, and it was good because it was cold and vanilla you, and whatever and yeah. yeah but it was like ah, i just don't i just so once i these, i never had one. Oh my god use this recipe mom i never had one of those moments my grandma knew how to make good ice cream she was just mm -hmm. a fantastic cook mm -hmm. and i think she, at one point in time i think she cooked in a restaurant when she was when she was young like i think so because i think my like her sister and her brother-in-law my great aunt and marie and uncle charlie the ones that lived here in kingman 
Mm-hmm. I think they had a restaurant in Wisconsin before they moved out west. And I think my grandmother worked there. I think that's how she learned how to cook things properly. So you would get something that was restaurant quality out of her kitchen because she knew the little tips and tricks and yes. all that. And I knew how to that if you showed up once I was like 11 or 12, I think once I once I figured this out that if you show up to a party and people are making uh, you know homemade ice cream, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to get good ice cream that day. Because it right. has to go into the fridge yep, for a you're bit. Right. Because what you're supposed to the do is you freezer, yeah. you make it in the little the little churn thing, mm-hmm. right? And then you take that container and you throw it in the refrigerator. Yep. Or in the freezer, freezer rather. Freezer, throw it in the yep. freezer immediately. Yep. Like you can't eat it. It's kind of like soft serve, it's like, but oh, it's really cool. not that great. No. It's like comes out of phase. Got, got to get it. Yeah. Got to get it frozen. Exactly. You have right. to. So that's one memory of that. And then so that the, was your memory. I was hoping there was going to be some. No, there's some, there's more to 14 it. Fourteen year old Paul finger blast and Mary Jane rotten crotch behind yeah, him out, no. out in the woods or something like that. You go and eat ice cream with like the local molester, and he's like, "Hey, are you ten yet?" And you're like, "Yeah, we why? We, we had a molesting episode. I was molested. I know. I, yeah, I remember yeah, that. I, I know that. I also there's a chance that you were, well, you were molested by like a babysitter, right? Well, no, there was that, uh, and oh, then there was Jesus a. Christ. <laughs> why am I even laughing? This is not funny. I mean, if you're able to laugh at it, you're the one that spent like thirty grand on fucking. I feel like not you, quite that much. I, I feel like if you spent okay. <laughs> Wow. If you spend any amount of money on therapy and you're able to laugh at you being molested a couple times and the therapy youth, worked, then I think it was worth it because most <laughs> it people can't worth it. Most people only laugh about like the only time that they laugh about being molested is when they're putting a gun in their mouth. That's, like that's true. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. so you should feel fortunate that you're cynical enough. You're like, that's fine. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Touch like, my dick. <laughs> go ahead. I don't care. I want to ask like a fucking <laughs> fuck them. I don't know. Anybody wants five minutes with the sad <laughs> the boy? The sad boy. <laughs> uh, I can't handle this today. <laughs> We've had so much goddamn coffee. Can you people tell? Oh, we're making a third pot, pot of French press. I'm thinking I might have to. <laughs> I can't even. Ha- I need to relax. That, that have a cup of coffee. And just seeing Pat and Oswald stand there. Who wants five? Who minutes? wants five minutes with the sad boy? <laughs> He's talking about that. Was talking about what? He was talking about uh, 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 getting gasoline. You know, at the. Uh, well, he was talking about being depressed, and then he goes because he talks about his depression. And then he goes into talking about a post-apocalyptic yes, world. If you're depressed, and, and, yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about like what, bartering, what, bartering for gasoline. Yeah, what's the movie? The, the, the Mad Max. Ma- yes, yeah. <laughs> the Mad Max guys are like. You're like, who wants five minutes with the sad boy? <laughs> Get a gallon of gas. And it's no. like it's like a tube of circus peanuts in here. Like he's talking about his butthole. And I'm not sure that was the, I'm not sure that was the scene, but uh, that was a special. That's when again we first went on our first road trip together. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the butt scene and all that kind of stuff. But the uh, that's when I said you should watch. That's when you didn't you didn't know about Pat Oswald then. I don't think. No, I yeah. mean I knew who he was. Right, <clears throat> but I had never really. I mean, I, I'd seen him because he's act. You know, but I said, I'm taking a shower. You should watch this on your phone or my iPad or something. Yeah, and I did watch it on your iPad, and I'm fucking dying laughing. And I had right. to go home and find it somewhere because it's not streaming anywhere except for like a bootleg shit copy on on YouTube. Right. So, but it's so one anyway, of the funniest things I've ever. And ever I, heard. I'm not sure if that was the the line at some point because because Patton cracks himself up or whatever. It someone just turns away from the audience. Because he's laughing, he's he, biting his tongue as hard as he can. He or made whatever. himself laugh at material that he had been coming, that he had come up with, <laughs> right? And been performing for and months. That, and that was, may have been the line that that made him turn around and just kind of bite his tongue. Five, and then five minutes back. with the sad boy. 
No, I'm not sure which yeah. one that is. Anyway, so so now back to the ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> so so that's the problem. I remember that memory. Again, it's not quite as good as my parents would make or whatever. I think it's my grandmother's recipe that we used to use. So fast forward to not that many years ago, my father said, you know what we need to do? We're going to have the 4th of July at my parents' house. I don't know, call it 15 years ago. We're going to do homemade ice cream again. Hey, it's a good idea. So my father went backwards, did just what you're talking about. He said, if <laughs> he we're going to do this, we're doing hand crank. And I'm going, oh my God. I'm going, what? Why? He goes, well, this is going to be you know, a family experience. We're all going to take turns cranking the ice cream and all that. Fucking stuff. Get, that, get carpal tunnel syndrome for right. the whole family. So, but surprising, you know, if you actually use the, the right salt and, and the, whatever, it doesn't take that long no. to make. No, it doesn't. So I never really got worn out and I was cranking. I'm going, hey, it's not too bad. I'll use my left hand for a while and do, 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 do. And I'm going, okay, cool. And you can feel getting stiffer. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, wow, I think it's getting there, you know. And, and then anyway, that's the story. So that's it. The older the family got, we went backwards in the time for the technology. I don't know why my mom did this. I don't know. I, maybe it was to teach me a lesson because I was such a fucking detestable what? cunt when to I was make a, it by, a kid. Uh, hand? So she did. She would do stuff like that. Like she bought uh, a one of the real mowers, like the. Um, oh, like with the, the little blade, like, like the, push, the push mower that spins in shears, yes. where it's human powered. You have to. Yes. I don't mean human powered, mo- motorized human powered, but you are the power. You yes. are the power. It's yes. Called, called it. Yeah. It's called a real. Is that what it's, it's called? a real? Yeah. yeah a real mower. And uh, as far as I know, they still have it now. But here's the thing. Now they've got I don't know. Eight hundred <laughs> square feet of maybe a thousand <clears throat> square feet, front and back, front yard and backyard, thousand square feet of grass. Yeah. No, there's no grass in their backyard now. It's all mulch. There's a front yard. It's a little postage stamp of fucking grass. Okay. I used to use that fucking thing on almost an acre of grass. I had to mow wow. every fucking day because by the time I was just doing sections, by the time I was done, right. You know, I'd have to start all over again. Yeah, and you've you've got to keep the momentum going on those son of a bitch. Yeah, from like fucking end of April, so call it May first, May first, October. 1st. I mean, you got to get a, kind of almost a running start in a way. Well, kind of got to get going. Yeah, like the what you do is you get you get momentum. You kind of yeah. move back and forth motion to get it started, and yeah. then you can just kind of move. But the thing is, is I was a kid. I was like ten, mm-hmm. and I wasn't very nine, ten years old. I was kind of I wasn't very big, and that I know that when we when she bought that. It weighed more than me. I'm like sure. Like the lawn mower, like the mower itself, because it's made out of cast steel I, or something. I have videotape of my, uh, It's now it's in a, it's on a CD. I guess my father made it into a VHS years ago, but from the 8 millimeter stuff, when, we, when Jeanette yeah. and I, my sister and I were kids, you know, I was four or five and she was six or seven, uh, with those mowers trying to mow the front lawn because it was like, oh, mow the lawn, kids. And, you know, you know, summertime activities. Sit back with their martinis and just laugh at you right. guys. And you know, what I like about those, as you recall, is it's got these huge rotating sharp blades yep. that are just out there. <laughs> no, there's no safety no, function. You can literally slip and fall and just slice the living shit out of Absolutely. yourself. <laughs> so, well, my grandfather, when he came out to visit, uh, I, it was maybe a month after I'd had it. I'd been using it. I was bitching about it. I was just like looking for ways to fucking torpedo it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if, if I had had access to the internet in 1989 or night, night, more 1989, cause that was the summer we moved back there. And they're like, guess what? We moved from the city to the middle of fucking nowhere. And now you have to learn how to mow the yard. And I'm like, mow the what now? Yeah. Cause I'm from Tucson. The, yeah. Oh, you mean like rake the rocks around? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if, if I would have had access to the internet, then I would have definitely Googled how to destroy a lawnmower. Well, I told and, you that my uncle did this, I believe. 
my uh, my uh, father was two years younger than my uncle in Santa Monica when they were growing up, and they had to take turns mowing the small lawn uh, out there with a real type mower. And uh, every other week you would take turns or however it was. And my father was, in general, let's say, more responsible um, than um, than my uncle was. You know, my father did better in school and was a little more, had a little more initiative and became more financially successful. Fine, right. Whatever. So, uh, so my uncle was always spending time and trying to figure out how to beat the system, which he never really did. You know, and he was also trying to make, you know, crank out like fake report cards and stuff like that so he would get you know my father always thought if he just spent literally a third of the time just studying he'd have probably gotten straight a's right rather than trying to figure out how to which is interesting because you, you can do this and eventually you can count channel this energy and how to do things and beat the city you can of if course you, people the yeah. right path you can turn into a yeah. quadrillionaire but he never did that anyhow so it's his turn to mow the lawn and uh and he uh intentionally found like a really nasty rock or something and put or a couple different rocks in there and ran over them and fucked up the blades on purpose so it wouldn't work right so that you know my grandfather had to fix it then so he would he could go do something that saturday or whatever and then my grandfather knew he was bullshitting because he kept a meticulous lawn you know and he made sure before anybody used it that nothing was out there so he knew so my father so you still got to mow the lawn well the lawn mowers fucked up how do i do it so he made him go out there and he couldn't do the whole thing but he cut him with scissors Amazing. <laughs> just Amazing. start cutting along with a hand scissors. Now, I remember my stepdad threatening to have me, uh, uh, threatening to make me do it with, um, uh, with hedge, like hedge trimmers. It's the same kind of like manual kind of thing hedge then. trimmers. Yeah. And I was same, like, same yeah, I'm not going to do that. I, like, I, I, I have a, an intense hatred of lawns because of that. I shit you not. Now, I live in the desert. I don't think green grass belongs in the desert anyway. I think the golf courses are fucking ridiculous and these people with their giant lawns are just. Unless they're using reclaimed water from their shitter, yeah. I don't fucking agree with it. I, think, I just I think it's a waste of resources and it sucks. I think they have to to do that, or like if we had a long history and and the forecast was you know the Colorado River is just busting at the seams every year, right? And it's like you know, and still it's half full, dumbing into the the Gulf down there. So, but it's not. Yeah, but if you had that, if you had all this water passing right by, yeah, okay, if there was sure. an abundance, yeah, yeah exactly. Which there's not really right there's now. There's not. So, yeah, there's the opposite of that. Yeah. Anyway, but I think my hatred of lawns goes back to that. I think that's really. I just had that epiphany. It's like because I was going off about lawns. Like uh, somebody was telling me. Oh, it was Tasha. Tasha was mm -hmm. telling me about that because of how she lives in her grandparents' house, and mm -hmm. it's a house that she grew up going to, which is here. So, yeah, it's here in town, okay. and uh, it was this was yesterday. She was talking about it because she said so. She's like I. She asked me about the the garden at, at my house. I'm like, that's not mine. That's Mike's. I mm -hmm. I can I, I listed off like three things that I know I'm really really good at. You know, I don't remember what it was. I'm like, I fucking researching things, like making beer and eat like eating pussy. Like I was like trying like the third you one. You always like, throw that in. I have to. I have to. I don't have much of a resume, dude. You my he, CV is not that fucking dense. It's not fucking multi layered. You know how to read, and you can do a garden if you wanted to. I do I do know how to read good. Thank you. Right. I don't know, but I, no, I just, I've tried. I've done my research. I understand like certain plants, the pH and the soil and the da, 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 da. I have tried and I kill everything because I don't know what I'm doing and I just don't have that talent. But she goes, she, but anyway, she said, I know anything practiced can become a talent. Anyway, I've practiced it. It doesn't work. Just like bowling and golf. I'll never get any better That's than I different. got. Okay. 
fucking beside the point. Go ahead. I'm listening. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Uh, She said, I started working on my lawn. And uh, it's really cathartic to see to take something go for it was like brown look like shit. And I learned how to take care of it. Now it's all bright and green. And I was like, yeah, but like it still doesn't belong in the desert. And she's like, oh, no, I'm all about zero escape. But this lawn, my grandfather planted like 50 years ago. So I'm going to take care of it. How big is this lawn? Not very big. Like, I I think she said it was like. So I think she said it was about 200 square feet. Like it's like so, it's like so, 20 so by 10. If she wanted to, they could do gray water then and they could water yeah, it with potentially. Their, you know, that would yeah. be easy to do. Yeah. So that's you should encourage that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I will say Paul and I had a discussion about your lawn. And we think it should be gray water. And, and, and she'll be like, oh, really? And like, no, not that lawn. Like your actual green like lawn. Your like lawn. The, like your lawn. Yeah. Your lawn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I cracked off a. No, never mind. Wow, speaking of lawn, lawn and that lawn, they had a couple shots of people's lawns in the uh, in the uh, Woodstock. Uh, yeah, document. there was a there was enough wool in that documentary where you could knit a sweater, <laughs> and there was a lot of male and female wool too. Yeah, there was. They, they didn't show it, the wiener. Uh, I liked it. Oh, there was a couple dangles in there, man. I fucking saw it. I, I did. You really? Yeah, I did. Really? I was kind of looking like the guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably looking for that guy that touched you. Yeah, like, I fucking know that dude. Yeah, that dude had a. Fucking Camaro. Is that what it was? It was the guy that had the Camaro? I don't think it's named Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> it's Todd. It's Todd. <laughs> it's the worst fucking name. It's really not. Like two of the best about... dudes I've ever met in my entire life are named Todd. One of them is Todd Kemper. And Todd's got he's I was like the audacity of Todd. He's like, what? What? What's what? You're just fucking the audacity of you to drop one D from your name. T O D. Okay, Todd. What is that? Can make me say the D less hard? Uh, my fucking wife yeah. cracks up when I talk shit about his name because apparently she does like the a same soft thing. D. Todd. Todd. Tut. It's hard to have a soft D. <laughs> I mean, once you get to a certain age, I assume it's probably easier I'm, to have a soft I'm D. I'm guessing. I'll yell when that happens. Um, Can we give these people a break? Please give me a break. Okay, I'll give you a break. Folks, we will be right back. More hard cock talk.
Paul's obsessed with uh, Elon Musk. And we're not talking about it, Tesla anymore. I know we're not. No, we're not talking about Tesla. We're talking about Elon Musk and your odd yeah. obsession. I, it's not an obsession. I know you admire the guy and what he's doing and what he's done. I, I wish there were again. But also, you said something many a little more... like a red flag. You said something earlier. This was like a little bit of a red flag about him. Yeah, you're like, I will meet Mr. Musk. Oh yeah, I did. The, and I did with the intensity with which you said it, it just kind of reminded me of uh, like Julia Roberts' husband and sleeping with the enemy. Right. You will get in this bedroom. Like, I that's, won't be ignored. I won't be ignored. <laughs> That's a famous. <laughs> that's a scary boy. Well, heard that. I remember in the movie theater seeing Glenn Close say that, and how she. I went, oh, "Oh my god! Oh, she's crazy! Oh, I've dated those people." I'm before. going. I got to be careful out there. I now I understand like boiling rabbits. Like I, I definitely yeah. have dated a couple women that were crazy enough. That's not saying that the women for all of our all three of or four of our female send your listeners comments to at Joe. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Send your comments to. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself at cartooncasual.com yeah dot com what is it you said you said babes.com or no, something like some porn site somebody's <laughs> wife or something i don't know milfygoodness.com that was dot com was not horrible. com look com. I, it's not it's not even a good it's not even a good joke it's it is a dirty dad joke i like that awesome. dirty not, dad yeah so it's awful um, oh man! Oh, shout out to Zen DeHogue and Crystal DeHogue who listen. They're from Flagstaff. They visited last weekend. Sorry, we made fun of your shoes, Zen. And I also want to know how that whole fire flood thing is going on up there. Is it over with? You know, the whole there was a fire a couple weeks ago, and then they're worried about the flooding later on. Well, it's not done yet, and monsoon season's not over, so I don't know if monsoon they've gotten season haven't even fucking started yet. We're gonna be missing no, the entire Flagstaff's thing. been getting monsoon weather okay. since late June. All right, fine. The Snow or snow. Nope. The like rain for that's what put out that fire. Okay. Because they finally got rain. So and then now that they kicked it off. Now they, they always get it. They always get it up there. That's true. I don't I haven't heard of any floods. I have no idea. Right. Reach out. Let us know if you're from Flagstaff and want to comment on the topic going up there. You need any like uh, life preservers, any spam. Wow. In Flagstaff, <laughs> do you think they have vegetarian spam? <laughs> what are they? What's so. vegetarian spam? Uh, compressed cauliflower. You know, they have a Chick Fil A up there, don't they? We've talked about that. Yes, they do. It's the nearest Chick Fil A. I need to go up there and get some Chick Fil A. Like right now? Sure. What if they're open like late it's, at night? No, no. I think they close at like eight thirty. Are they ever, ever going to be open on Sunday? Like they got, ever? They're never going to be open on Sunday. I promise. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, and unless the family sells it, sells the company or something. I like think Mister Truett Kathy died. Why Truett Kathy? That's that's like Truett Kathy. I think that's no wonder he hates the gays. He's probably called homo from the fucking time he was born. <laughs> that's his. That's the Truett Kathy is Truett Kathy. I knew this because it's Atlanta. I believe it's an Atlanta-based company, and I'm from of Atlanta. Of course it is. And uh, why does Truett, Atlanta have lots of shitty things? I think it's Tru- <laughs> Truett Kathy. Pretty sure about that. You know what's amazing about Delta Airlines? Though? I think they were an early company. An early adopter company for uh, like a, like a domestic part, domestic partnership, yeah, and they were like a conservative as hell company in the South, and they went big on that. Coca Cola did too. I think they they probably saw the writing on the wall a long time ago. Right. They're just those are those are two companies that are forward thinking. So it's they, like they, Disneyland, yeah. that's the whole same thing with gay, Disneyland. Gay it's crazy how Walt Disney hated the Jews, but he loved the gays. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, Samuel Truett Kathy. E- Eatonton, Eatonton, Georgia. What the fuck, dude? 
Pops. There's so much inbreeding down there. Eat, Eaton, Georgia. Eatonton. E-A-T. Yeah. Now, there's an Eaton, Ohio, right? E-A-T-O-N. But not no, it's not Eatonton. E-A-T-O-N-T-O-N. I'm sorry. I didn't stutter that last bit. They re- they repeated T-O-N. Right. Jesus Christ. Eatonton. Eatonton. Died September 8th, 2014 in Clayton County, Georgia. Clayton County, Georgia sounds like... Wait, where, when, what year? 2014. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was ago. 93. And everybody started getting excited in Atlanta thinking they'd be open on Sundays. And, no, they didn't change. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Would be, what would be really funny is if he died, if he died on a Sunday and then nobody could go and get Chick-fil-A and drown their sorrows. <laughs> I like Chick Fil A's food. I do. I do. I do. I, I love. Their, I, I don't. I, love I don't their like chicken their politics. Biscuits. I don't. Like it's not even the fact that it's not the oh they're Christian so they're like no they actually fund programs to to brainwash people to wash away the gay yeah to wash away the gay that's fucked up I I don't have a problem I have with whatever soap. their religion I'm, I'm, is. I got the preventative prophylactic soap to make sure that I don't turn gay. Really? Because that's what I understand how you it's, can catch the gay. You can catch the gay if you don't use the right soap. Mm-hmm. So stupid. <laughs> that's you, you. You sound like every ignorant mom in the PTA <laughs> meeting scenes from the Ryan White story. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I don't want my boy to catch the AIDS with there's from using the same toilet seat. There are certain people that we need to interview as we go along here a little f- further about some topics, and I I still want to ask these questions like that. Purposefully vague. Yeah, I want to just, uh, so, you know, how do you catch the gay? Oh, God. You know, the questions like that. Does, does when did you it, first know you were afflicted with gayness? Right, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, the whole point is is demonstrating absurdity by being absurd. Absolutely, yeah, t- and taking the piss out of it, uh, you know, right. absolutely. Right. Which is increasingly not as accepted as it used to be. Like, it, it used to be one of those things as like a, almost like a form of comedy of pretending to be the racist asshole or the bigoted asshole or whatever, choose your own hatred sure. and making fun of them by putting it into context and then making them sound like an idiot. Now people just take that one sound bite and they go, oh, you're making fun yeah, of these yeah. people. Bill Burr talks about it all the time. And he's like, one fucking asshole has a blog, stupid ass bloggers. Like I love it when he goes off about bloggers and his it's because it's never something he wants to talk about. Like, I don't think it's part of his bit blogging blogger but then he'll just start or it's not just part of the, a it's not part of his quick rabbit show. hole and come back if, but the last special he put out like when it, i noticed it was an hour and like 15 minutes an hour and 10 minutes so it was over an hour long which is odd for an hour long special mm-hmm. and then come to find out like six months later that someone asked him like man you got like hour and 15 nobody does that he goes yeah but when i started talking about uh bloggers and if i ask anybody in the audience if they're a blogger if they uh and if they are they can quietly get the fuck out and he's like i'll even reimburse your stupid goddamn ticket write a blog about that you fucking piece of-. and then he he just went on and on and on it, it was it was <laughs> funny it, it sounds like uh kind of like back to bill hicks he was talking about if you know if you're in marketing just kill yourself <laughs> that does sound like bill hicks. and he goes that's not a joke because I'm serious. I'm just, really waiting for you just to, to just kill yourself. Hang yourself with your promotional poster, you piece of dog shit. <laughs> you're a brainwasher, a paid brainwasher. I think he says something like that. I, I think, and he went to the nth degree about Coca-Cola because he said, you know, all the all the marketing and advertising just kind of, kind of uh, is a uh, sexually suggestive a little bit, and you know, obviously if you see beer commercials, all the hot 
chicks and dudes are driving around. Which is expensive. funny. They don't. Those don't exist anymore. Right. Exactly. I feel like craft beer killed that. You're welcome, folks. I, th- I think it did. And then uh, you know just how advertising is. Of right? course. Yeah. So uh, he said they really ought to have they ought to have a, a one final Coke commercial or a, 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 a TV ad like 15 seconds. And something along the line of it's not even going to have a picture of Coca-Cola, nothing even red and white in the picture, but it's going to have like a super hot, you know, attractive female sitting on like a stool, totally naked, maybe with high heels, but has her legs crossed, but completely naked. And just I'm going to drop a couple, you know, adult words here in a second, Joe, but oh, no. uncrosses her legs and opens her pussy and just says, drink Coke. <laughs> that is, and there's no Coca-Cola there's anywhere. No, there's on. No, that's only that's only she. It's only her. That's funny. I, <laughs> it's funny that you're going in a different direction. There was uh, HBO had this um, special. God damn, I'm losing. I'm losing. I can't remember exactly what it was about. I know it had to do with the porn industry, and it was this fairly famous porn star who was also like. You come to find out, like she's a member of Mensa. She has like several degrees. Oh, she's su- super I, fucking smart. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna get the name, but I, I know who Dude, you're talking about. So she's sitting. It's all, this show is all is her telling stories, sitting on a stage on a on a stool, completely naked. Mm-hmm. Usually her legs are crossed, but otherwise she's completely nude. Yeah, and talking about how porn's nasty. What you know, can't the nasty, dirty side of porn, and then this and that and the other thing, and then there was like a whole series. This is probably 10 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole series of them. She's like, how to please your partner, how to do this. If you watch porn, don't be realistic about what that da 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 da. And I was like, all I could think of was what you were I was thinking about that while you were talking about yeah. Coca Cola. But yeah, it's totally Bill Hicks. If you're in marketing, just, just fucking kill yourself. Which I thought marketing actually was kind of a fun, fun courses in, uh, in, uh, had a couple of those in college. And we had, had a really good professor, actually. It was a really, really fun. Well, I mean, it's interesting in the way that sociology is interesting where, you know, you, you, can, you can learn some crazy, crazy, like there's very simple ways to manipulate people. Mm-hmm. And that's all marketing is, manipulating people to buy the product that you're selling. That's all you do with me is constant manipulation. Constant mani- manipulation. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is. Like when I asked you to shut your fucking iPad. Yeah, that. And I manipulated you into doing it Asking for the to first make time ever. Coffee before you came here. Oh, I'm sorry. I brought you food. You did. Thank you. You didn't eat yeah. any of it, but that's fine. Yeah. I brought Paul food, and I was expecting him to like grab some crackers, some cheese, and some summer sausage and stuff. No, what does he do? He br- bring he grabs the crackers that I did not buy. <laughs> And the chicken salad that I also did not buy and sits right across from me and eats the food I didn't bring. Yep. And I'm like, d- d- did I hurt you? You were like Woodstock to me. You brought food to me because I, you, you know, I needed it. Because you're out of food. Yeah. <laughs> Woodstock. <laughs> we were talking about Woodstock and we went off on a tangent. I can't even remember. Uh, I had several different tangents, but lots of tangents. That was amazing. How oh, we, we talk about on air how they were in debt and they just recently, I mean, not that many years ago, paid it off. Yeah. They, yeah. Like in the, I, I said not that I, many years ago. It was in the 80s or something. I, I, I feel like it wasn't paid off until like right before Lala, or not Lala, sorry, oh, so Woodstock 94. Like the 25th anniversary. Yeah. I, and, think they, I think they paid it off in the early 90s. And is it true that somebody's parents, I guess, stepped in or something like that? They had a, they had a wealthy family or something? I have no idea that. I don't remember them. Because I, I actually started looking this up. I looked, you know, they talked a little bit about it, how they, they were in debt or whatever. Yeah. Because it just, you know. The whole concept of all the people showing up days early before the fence is there. That's that's just hilarious to me. I'm going, that's weird. 
Because then they probably put the fence up and they go, now what are we going to do? Yeah. It's just weird to me. We, we talk about that on the air or not. I can't remember if it was I don't think so. Topic. So anyway, um, but one of the guys had some money. I remember one of the guys inherited, this is back in the 60s, right? He inherited $250,000 from his father or mother or something. Yeah. And started a Which recording a studio. a pile of money in a lot of money back then. or something. Yeah. And, uh, and then started Woodstock. Yeah, and then but it cost millions. Or if, no, one point five or eight million bucks, which is a pile of money. Still not a bad amount of money right now. Yeah, but that's it's um, fucking nuts. But Hendrix was like, uh, I think eighteen thousand bucks. I think it's what his uh, fee was to play. But he wasn't that popular then either. That was kind of his. Oh yeah, he was. No, I mean he was. That was he, the height. His height. His height. That was his peak. I promise. Okay. Because because right. the flame got lit in 1967 at Monterey Pop. Okay. And uh, and when he lit the guitar on fire and fucking did all that sexually suggestive shit, and people were like, "What the fuck is right. this guy?" But people like he was starting to, to blow up. People okay. knew who he was. Okay. Like that's well, why I knew he, he knew he was. That's why he closed out. He's a headliner, right? And again, I didn't know it was Monday. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's uh, I don't know. That is kind of odd. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I've only I, in my entire life I've met one person that was at Woodstock and it was the, his stories were pretty pretty neat. I was gonna say it's, I don't I don't know I mean I probably do know somebody. The cool somewhere, thing is, but I don't know I've never talked to anybody that that I know that was at Woodstock. He was sober the entire weekend because he was a sober guy anyway. Mm. He was sober the entire weekend and then somebody convinced him to drop acid on Monday and so he was frying balls on acid and watched Jimi Hendrix. Wow. And Matt like the first time you do acid you, and you and you're like oh look uh, that that. Uh, that gentleman just turned into a dragon, and now he's <laughs> playing the guitar. Star Spangled uh, Banner. The Star Spangled oh. Banner, like that, sounds like I, I that that's something that that that's I forgot. I was going to bring that up to you. That's something that that documentary brought up that I never really thought about. Because uh, you know, some people don't like Hendrix's version of Star Spangled right. Banner. I think it's disrespectful or something. Well, but he Hendrix himself. I found the video interview. But in that documentary, the voiceover people were talking about the one guy who was like a reporter. He's like, I was jotting down notes. He was like sitting at a picnic table. I was jotting down notes like to call in later on. And then all of a sudden I heard what can best be described as um, uh, rockets, red, the sound of rockets, red glare and bombs mm. bursting in air right. from a guitar. Right. And then I realized he wasn't trying to butcher it. He was trying to. Sort of portray like, yeah. what the song is about with his guitar, which it was is inter so interpretive. Fucking, yeah, of what it was. Yeah, yeah, and and then I then they, he said, yeah. Later on, uh, there's an interview with Hendrix, and he talks about this, and da, da, da. so I found that interview, and he said, yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I was trying to paint the picture that I've always had in my mind of what the Star Spangled Banner is about, mm -hmm. and I'm like, that fucking doesn't get much more American than that. That's pretty it. cool. Yeah. So like, I, like anybody ever tells me. A fucking Hendrix version of fucking so, Woodstock is bullshit. I'm gonna have to when tell the, them that. When the when the army helicopters started landing there, you know, everybody, some people were freaking out and they didn't know what was going on, and and then uh, and they were mentioning, and I don't know why they it was somebody up there was going to put an end to it. I believe that's where they why they went up there initially. Yeah, but did, didn't the guy try to call Rockefeller the saying they're here to help? They're, Nelson Rockefeller was the mayor yeah, or the uh, governor right. of New York at that's the time. Right. Yeah, and he was going to call in the the National Guard. To do something. And Max Yasker and uh, the main organizer, I can see his face. I can't think of his name. Um, those two went and they talked to the governor and said, don't do this. There's, there, First off, you don't have enough people in the National Guard to get rid of 400,000 people. Right. We don't want anybody to get hurt. We don't want any of this. Everything as of right now is peaceful. What we need are medical supplies and food. And at that point, 
I promise you if there's an incident, I'll call you. It's not like I'm holding you at bay. I promise you. Everything here so far has been very peaceful. Everything's fine. We're just we're overwhelmed because it's twice as many people as we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's when he relented. And that's when he sent in, sent in those choppers. Okay, the so they did, act, they did actually bring stuff at that point. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, okay. they brought uh, 20. They made an announcement, like the voiceover thing. You Like in the background, you hear an announcement. It's like, we brought, they have 25 doctors and 50 nurses that they're bringing in da, 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 to help out in all these supplies. Remember, they're helping us here so that we can stay here. Like, and he was like, like uh, I can't think of that fucking guy's name. The guy that did all the announcements. Yeah. Uh, anyway, one thing they didn't touch on is when Abby Hoffman stormed the stage. Yeah. At Woodstock and started talking. Yeah. I, they, they didn't bring that. I mean, obviously, there's so much shit that went on that weekend, but they didn't bring that up. I was kind of bummed about that because I, I don't know. Abby Hoffman's one of those figures in American history that I, I like. I, it's, he's admirable. Have you ever? Did you read uh, Steal This Book? No. The Abby Hoffman. Do you know? Are you familiar with him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. About, I'll go back just for a second too about on the on the helicopters. You imagine being in in government in in you know an elected official and then having a meeting probably with your people and you're you're making this decision to go up there and do what break up this thing. You know, it, it, think about you know what. So far, they're up there. There's a lot of people and nothing's going on negative other than just a bunch of people smoking dope and listening to music. And when you're in the height of the Vietnam War. And you're going to send army helicopters up there, or and troops to or something. And how is this going to end? Yeah how how is it you know, not how is this going, going to end? How is this going badly. to be good? So what we're going to do is get a bunch of military people, and everybody's going to be calm, and and no one's going to be pissed off because it's these are mostly people that are against the war, right? You know, and so again, how is this not going to end in complete, utter fucking disaster? I mean, just odd to even have yeah. that conversation. Which is essentially the conversation I think they had with them. It's like, so like a, well, when's the concert over? It's over Sunday or Monday. Really? Well, it's just, everybody's, it's raining up there now. Everybody's going home anyway. Just let it fucking peter out. Right. You know? And nobody went home. <laughs> That's right. the funny thing. It's like, well, a, a lot of them did, though. I mean, did they? Yeah. Did I miss that part? Yeah. A lot of them went, a when lot of them rained. And then Monday, oh. yeah. Well, yeah. And then Monday, most people were gone. Because remember, Hendricks was playing, and most people said they missed it. But the guy said that when it was over, it really smelled. <laughs> yeah, when they showed they, that voice over the guy, was like, I walked around, and I've, I'm telling you, it was nothing but rotting blankets yeah. and the smell. Oh, my God. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God, the smell. And then you just see, like, acres and acres and acres of trash everywhere. Right. Which And people, a lot of people stayed afterwards. They, they showed them picking up. There's a lot of people that were right. moving stuff around. It, it's just, oh, ugh. But then, but then you have to think about, because people were probably pissing and who knows what else was going on? Out All there. that mud out, ugh, yeah. but that probably helped the alfalfa in the long term. It probably really grew really, yeah, really I, I, well. Yeah, I fucking bet. No shit. All those cows were had had really, really good milk for a few years. <laughs> it sucks because Max didn't. He he said he would offer it up again in an interview, like just after. Mm-hmm. He said they can come and use my property anytime, and you can see like the aftermath in the background. Uh, but he made like seventy five thousand bucks too. He did, and yeah. he also got to do a good thing. I didn't know that he addressed uh, the the crowd. I didn't know that either. Because yeah. he and he's such just fucking such a sweet old man. He's yeah. like, I'd like to go out there and meet the crowd, and uh, the you know let head organizer guys like I you know I think the crowd would like to meet you too. Yeah, and they. It went nuts. Lost it. Four hundred thousand people cheering for this one farmer because I mean, he looked like a conservative dude, and he was. He admitted he was. He was a conservative guy, but he said this was the these kids are getting together and they're just I think wanting he, to listen to music. Yeah. and he like totally changed his mind. 
And when asked, well, how do you feel about all the nudity and the da da da, it was like, well, we all get naked every day when we get into the shower. All they're doing is bathing in my ponds. Right. And I'm like, this guy, what a cool motherfucker. And then he yeah. died. Like, I think he died like two years later. Oh, really? Yeah, he died young. He like wasn't that old. He was like right? in his 50s, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he died like 72 or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I remember asking my mom why she didn't go to Woodstock. And she's like, because I was 15. And I wasn't even allowed to date boys, let alone leave the state. So the lead up to it was interesting. I I enjoyed the first part of it because it was giving a history of what was going on right. in America. Then, of course, it has MLK assassination and then Robert Kennedy. And I thought, oh, there's my dad again because he was t- talking. And then he was shot. Went, that was so I told you my father, we spoke about that. He said that was that was bad and he said it was so fucked up you know we think our everything's kind of weird now and everybody's divided which we kind of are as a country in a little bit somewhat mm-hmm. so you know most people are reasonable but a whole lot of people are getting the attention or on the fringe and the, both sides so it's kind of not making of course not making things easy right now but uh, yeah the mlk was shot and then robert kennedy was shot my father said what what in the fuck is going on with you know is this who's next you know, are people going to start assassinating more political leaders? You know, we're going to have this giant coup, internal, you know, power. What was next shift. ended up being the the most deadly war and most expensive war that the earth has ever known. And it was a war on drugs. There you go. Yeah. That was 1970 is when they established it. I hate the fact that in 1970, Nixon, the most reviled president in history up until present time, is responsible for the establishing the DEA, the Control, Controlled Substances Act, and the EPA. It's, isn't that it's like, interesting? Fucking, yeah. it's weird. It's weird because the EPA, like, literally within, like, eight or nine years, cleaned up so much shit and made it so you could see the sky in Los Angeles again. Yeah. Like, in, he in, was also for, a, I believe he was for national health care, too. He I, was I'm 100% sure. for national health care. He was a fucking Quaker. Yeah. Like, he was a racist. Like, he absolutely 100%. <laughs> yeah. Super racist, but he was still he was still a Quaker and had those Quaker values. And the national health care falls under taking care of your fellow brothers and sisters. Like that's like the Society of Friends. You're familiar with the Quakers. That's, that's kind right? of their that's the foundation. It's one of their main of founding statements is yeah. taking care of your brothers and sisters. All uh, brothers and sisters from all walks of life. Yeah, it's like in in the handbook to for being a Quaker. But you know, he's like, what we need to do is outlaw the outlaw the marijuana so that the blacks can't con- get out of control and then we'll right. crazy we'll black. outlaw heroin and then we'll control all the fucking mexicans or some shit i'm like whatever and the said, chinese yeah. and shit I'm like god damn it it's, like, it's it, you, you hear that, can that you just let's just would you read that back let's to him? can you read that back to him <laughs> and make sure <laughs> just, is that sir is that what you want to remember he's like <laughs> i'm not a crook like that's what we remember but also but yeah but the like yeah the epa awesome controlled substances act yeesh like yeah, it's just an odd if you look blend. At, it fucking cracks me up when I look at the list of because I didn't realize I didn't know what schedule one, schedule two, schedule three, all those different things until probably like eight or nine years ago. I just didn't pay attention. Now working at the hospital, I rem- I've seen <laughs> I've I've literally seen it's locked in a cabinet, but and it, like you have to have like three different people to go and get it and all that. But mm-hmm. like medical grade cocaine. Is still used. It's used yeah. primarily in uh, rhinoplasty because mm-hmm. it's so it's so effective at numbing. It's way better than uh, um, lidocaine. Low, well, yeah, but they don't really use Novocaine anymore. Yeah. I don't think it's too many side effects. Um, but anyway, yeah, like you start looking at the breaking down the Controlled Substances Act, and you're like, wait, 
Okay, schedule one, the worst possible chemicals you can put in your vein, up your nose, in your mouth, in your lungs, whatever. And like two of them, there are no like physical addiction possible whatsoever is cannabis and uh, and, and psilocybin mushrooms. Mm. But what gets where it gets really ridiculous is when you're like, wait, schedule one. How come meth isn't up there? Right. How come cocaine's not up there? Two of the most abused, Mm -hmm. widely abused drugs. Who makes these decisions? Yeah. How does this? I mean, I, it's, it's based on money. It's obviously, FDA, it's the FDA in conjunction with the DEA. I, the only reason I know that is because they were talking about reclassifying uh, cannabis down to Schedule Two, so that there can be some research done. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're ever going to rule on that. I keep hearing, "Oh, we're going to do it in like the next month or so, or whatever." Mm-hmm. I still have this theory. Mark my words, and I've been right about political shit before. It's about time for me to make a prediction. I'm listening. I was right about AOC, even from the primary, not even the general. I'm like, she's going to fucking, I don't know if she's going to be any good, but I know that she's going to make some heads fucking roll, and she has, and she's freaked out a bunch of people. Well, that that's what, you know, I, I don't agree with everything she says at all. Oh, no. But well, but it's it's really, really good to make people nervous. You know, if, if for nothing else than to prove your stance is correct, just to waken you up and have you have this yeah. debate. Show us all these things you believe in, which you hate her. Prove to us how good your ideas are. Right, exactly. This is making you stand it's, up it's, and, and make your case. It's like forcing competition. Yeah. It really is. That's that's all it is, except the competition is like a relatively well-spoken, intelligent brown female, mm-hmm. which is scary as fuck to old white guys. And all they do it's, is, of course, they're picking out all the little blurbs he says. He said they're kind of little gaffes. Well, this is a common thing too. But right? on the other side of things, people do that to Trump all the time too. Sure, everybody you know, does. It's it just everybody. very, it's just very. But which side you're on, it's it's easy to pick it's on. Dumb. It's easy to pick on Trump. He makes it easy for himself. Yeah, it's it's so much better if, and like I think I made one of the comments on I I stay away, try to for most political things on Facebook, but I thought he said something and I saw him it was a live thing. I'm going, you know, if if he just. Doesn't he know that sometimes it's better just not to say anything? I, I mean, think I th- can you once walk past the press gallery on the way to the helicopter and just go, yep, go just on, wave. Going, yeah. going to Texas, see y'all in uh, you know, six hours. Or, it, it, just, it's better just to not say anything. I have a feeling, because I've definitely, I've worked on it as in my adult years, but I know for a fact that I have an issue with it. I think he's one of those folks that when he gets nervous, he talks. Yeah. And I think he's always nervous. Well, and he's kind of, he, he repeats himself a lot when he's saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, and over. never actually says anything. Like, we, we're doing this, we've got, and this is a fantastic governor, and they're doing some fantastic things, and uh, it's one of the best things going on. You know, you, know, you haven't said anything. You have not said anything. Yeah, you, you said a bunch of shit, and then you didn't really say anything. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not here to bash Trump. I'm not here to fucking I'm not beat a up fan. I wasn't a fan of Hillary. Not a fan. Just not a fan. Not no. a fan. Just not. Although I think now is the first time in history where I'm just not sure who murdered Jeffrey Epstein. Because there's too many, there's too many possible candidates. I think he just did it himself because you imagine the, what he did and what was about to be public. I, other people are about to be public too, but I think he couldn't handle it himself. I, I, you know what? I'm, 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 willing to, I'm willing to throw that out there, except the medical examiner said that his neck was broken in three places. Uh, the ME said that like they, because that's the first thing they did was do a... a a head, neck, and chest X-ray and MRI after like like within like a day, 
they they I, did I, that I on him. I didn't see that. I, I thought the medical examiner I, said it was a suicide. I yeah, that's he re- ruled it. as a suicide, and his neck was broken in three places. Okay. Let me tell you about one of my favorite singer-songwriters, probably my favorite of all time. His name is Elliot Smith, mm-hmm. and he was, quote, suicided in 2003 mm-hmm. uh, with three stab wounds to the front and one in his back, and they ruled it a suicide. Okay. I'm like, how do you stab yourself in the fucking back? When his girlfriend had a history of domestic violence and him calling the cops on her. Right. And she was a she was a drunk. Okay. So I'm just throwing right. that no, out there. Like I got gotcha. like, gotcha. So the ME said that it was broken in three places and ruled it a suicide. And I'm just like, I need to talk to some of my like some of my doctor friends about that because that it sounds suspicious. But I also just saw that like an hour and a half ago, maybe when we're like when we're on break. All right. So like I, I don't I don't know if I maybe that was just we'll a little to, bourbon. We'll it's we'll not have to 100%. do some uh, not research, but look into that. But but for, aside from that, let's just say whatever they said. I, I there is. No doubt in my mind, because a lot of stuff was going to go public about him, and because they, they dug through all this shit, as you said, they they got his stuff, his information, and they went to his islands a couple of days ago, right? Two, three and, days ago, and he also, he, of course, he knew a lot of shit about a lot of other people too, and so it, other people would want him dead, no question about it. They're going, oh my god, you know, they would. There's no doubt they'd want him dead, but I think that burden on him about himself and knowing these other people were going to be exposed, also, they were maybe friends of his or fuck partner people and drug whatever i that would be very heavy and he's already he's not super young not super old right but i thought he's gonna be in, in jail the rest of his life he's looking at the big picture here going i think i'm just gonna check out and but so here's i, I, I can see that motivation i want to I, I want to i want to know how because he was supposed to be on suicide watch that has happened before yeah, and there's negligence and whatnot involved, or you come to find out later on that they were paid off. The guards were paid, so I sure paid off by you. Someone going to kill him, but he could also say too. He goes, I, you know, or he no, could, no, no. He, I mean, paid off to look the other direction right, and goes, leave something in a cell that wasn't supposed to be there. Right, or he could say, he could say, yeah, he, he could plan this or say that I, I want to, I'm, I'm going to off myself. I'm not going to go through this shit. I absolutely, if I were in his position, not his position, if I were in one of the guards' positions. Mm-hmm. I would risk losing my job and just ask him for $10 million because you know he's sure. got it and you know he still has access. He has dark money hidden somewhere. Sure. I would say, listen, if say, you, I'll, I'll give you an extra phone call today. If you decide that you're going to kill hook, yourself. Hook me up. I will hand you a rope. Yeah, which is <laughs> fucking way more than you deserve, but right. I will do it. I'll make it happen. And how much trouble could you get in? Let's say you were a guard and they did find out unequivocally that you helped this guy commit suicide. How much trouble could you really get in? You'd probably get fired. Sure. There's that. And you, but you got eight million dollars in the bank. Yeah, no shit. Like, you get fired. Okay, could, could you go to jail for some period of time? And if so, how long? Probably not that Man, long. And you might. It could be like a. Uh, I could see you getting like somebody like that getting charged with uh, like, uh, well, what it, do they call it? Negligent homicide. Sure, but you're not going to be in jail that long. Right. I don't think. Yeah, and in the meantime, you have all this money that's in the bank collecting interest, so you get paid for being in prison. Right. So I just wonder. Well, we think about this shit way too much. Well, everybody's thinking about Mr. Epstein now and the Clintons yeah. often, and then. But it's funny because it's depending what side you're on. If you're, you know, on the right, oh, the Clintons did it. On the left, you know, Trump's not innocent either. But no, with, with, with Mr. Epstein, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, and, and and a whole bunch of other people on both sides, and even weird people like in the middle. Like, there's the list of people that were in his black book. Right. Was just like what? Right. That guy. Like the 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 god damn it the he was like the lead researcher for AI studies at MIT. 
<laughs> for like 25 years. It's this super crusty old guy, and he was like, he was God. in the black book. I scrolled through like the whole list of names in there just to see who I recognized. But then like a prince, whatever, the one prince that was in there, and then oh, uh, uh, Prince Andrew, Andrew. Wasn't it? Yeah. Prince Andrew, and then uh, Alec Baldwin was another one. I'm like, that oh, doesn't fucking surprise me. Right. Alec Baldwin seems like the skeevy type, but I, he's a skeevy type of guy that I'd like to hang out with. Right. Uh, See, I'm trying to think how if I had that much money or influence, you had a buddy of Mr. Epstein. But, you know, I don't, I don't think I would go down that path. I just don't. I'm too boring, I guess, or something. I'm just not going to. It's just odd that 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 are you that bored to where you've got to have some really interesting illegal f- female or whatever male activity, whatever goes on. I would push arrange. I would push the boundaries of legality. But if I had lots of money like that, I would definitely be Dan Bilzerian. Probably yeah. not as good a shape as him, but I would definitely be down that right. road. Right. There's different ways you can do this. If you've got time and money, you know, that's that's a dark path that he was involved with. Mr. Epstein, this whole little right little uh, puppetry sort of thing going on. And now I just I don't know. I'm Now I think about it like, what would you do when you have all that money? And you're like, I'm fucking relax for a little bit. It's like a and nap, then I have to nap for about a year. I would take a nap for about a year, he says. <laughs> I need to find that list. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That fucking uh, damn it. Like buddy Sean of- Hicks, like, uh, oh, God, it's uh, anyway, whatever. The, the list of, of the people that were hanging out with him. Uh, yeah. Well, it's and their association, um, their association with him, what, what who they are, because there's a bunch of the names that like people don't recognize. Um, I mean, speaking of Musk, you think he's, you know, think Mr. Musk is doing anything like this? Uh, probably. You think? You think he was? Oh my no, God, that was Elon. Quick. Elon, no, Elon Musk is. Uh, look, here's the thing about Musk. I like him. I like what he's doing. I like his charisma. I love his companies. I love the way he runs his companies. I love everything about the guy. But he's got a weird side to him because he's he's. We've talked about this before. He's like uh, he's like a handful of the not a handful. Uh, probably eighty percent of the nurses that I work with. They clock in and they are phenomenal nurses. Mm-hmm. They're brilliant clinicians. They're diagnosticians. They do the work of three doctors easily. But as soon as they clock out, their life is a mess. They may make $70,000 a year and have one kid, two cars, and a husband, and they're paycheck to paycheck. Their credit is fucking shot. They're one paycheck away from losing their house. Really? Everything. Yeah, like domestic violence and they're drunks or they're they hooked on whatever like Ativan. We, we just lost a bunch of listeners, Joe. No, we didn't. Those people all fucking know who they are and they know exactly what I'm talking about. And they know and they that's the thing is like in order to work in medicine, frontline medicine, I don't mean people like me. Like I'm not frontline medicine. Like I can kind of be, but not really. I'm talking as needed about needed sometimes, I, right? Be. As needed, but very rarely. I'm the guy who makes a phone call that sends the frontline people in there. Mm-hmm. So like I might as well be like a drone operator. Like I'm not a real fucking medical person. I still see death and suffering and all that shit, but I it's not like it's not like working on the floor. But frontline medical professionals, they have the highest rate of any type of occupation in the country. The highest rate of addiction. And then I have this like I'll add my own little my own little spin on it like if it's not alcohol or uh like prescription benzodiazepines like Ativan and Valium shit like that mm-hmm. if it's not those two things it's religion 
or it's essential oils or the weird multi-level marketing schemes. They're all addicted to it in a just certain something. way, shape, or form, and they just won't shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's fine. Whatever you use. CrossFit. To- Cross, yes, CrossFit. Fucking shout out to Jen and Chris. Who's, <laughs> I didn't know they, I knew them for a year and didn't know they were on CrossFit. Because they're they broke the rule. They don't talk about CrossFit. Oh, okay. Claire and John Patch are like that too. They like I didn't know that they were. In, I mean, you can tell by looking at them that like right. they're well built. Right. They, they definitely do some sort of workout. They don't talk about CrossFit, but they don't cross talk about CrossFit, which is crazy. It's like they're breaking the rules. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's that's that. I have a feeling Musk is probably like that because look at all of his failed marriages and his, like he's got five kids. Well, his four personal women life is kind of a mess. His personal yeah. life is fucking shambles. Like right. it, it, it so. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he has a mountaintop lair blasted into the side of a mountain or something like that. Like in, in like, I don't know, out like Truckee or that area of like uh, the, the northern Sierra Nevadas. Mm-hmm. I could see him having some sort of lair up there. Is it like a sex palace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with like ridiculous amounts of super expensive French wines, uh, poppers. Like fucking amyl nitrate kind of shit, just like a total fuck palace. Okay, so it wouldn't surprise me if it did either, but okay. I'll, but I'll bet he doesn't. Ah, fine. I, I'm just saying. I yeah, know he's it's, probably too busy. That's what I'm guessing right now, or he's, he's pretending that he's too busy. Yeah, but he seemed to be actually pretty active, and and you know doing and his stuff. Of course. Yeah. I have to find this list, Paul, because it blew my mind. It blew my mind. Of who is the Epstein yes. clan? Yeah. Clandonistas, the Clandonistas. That's well, a, I, that's it. I forgot what Clandonistas. Uh, I forgot what, fucking asshole. I forgot where Epstein's money came from. Was he like he a, was a, ba- in, a investment banker? Fin- yeah, I got. Yeah, he was a financial guy. He was an investment Finance. banker. Finance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The list is long but distinguished. Yeah. Well, I'm no. I'm I'm trying to find like the best way to read this because there uh, it's. This is this is what happens in in this day and age. You can't keep stuff like that un, under wraps. Like they redacted a bunch of names for like to protect people who haven't been charged with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great and all, but you can't do that in this day and age. Like you like mm-hmm. you won't you won't keep it under wraps. Yeah, you should just release it publicly and be fucking done with it. Um, I and I but I do understand like it could cause embarrassment or blah 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 blah, blah. but like. His little black book was all these scanned sheets. I was I was looking at him like Richard Branson. Uh, who else was on there? Uh, Donald Trump, Larry Tobiason, who's like a big investment guy. Um, Did you ever see the the video and hear the audio of Trump talking about Epstein like years ago, and how about young girls and all that stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty skeevy. It is skeevy. Yeah. Are you shocked? Nope. No. Uh, the big one. Do you know this guy, Larry Visosky? No, I thought. Should I? Uh, he is a pilot, and he's from Georgia. Oh yeah, is it my name? He was his pilot. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, no, Larry. Larry. No, he was. He, he was. Owes the, me eight bucks still. He was the pilot. He's looking at getting charged too. Oh. For like aiding and abetting or some shit. Uh, what kind of airplanes? He oh yeah, the Duchess and Duke of York. <laughs> yeah. Wait, she was just here. Grit. I know. I know. Yeah. Griffin Dunn. Oh, what? Uh, Bernie Ecclestone. Uh, oh, Mr. Bernie. Yeah. He's, he's still in jail, isn't he? Or he died? He died. He died in jail. That's right. Yeah, he did die in jail. Did he die? Did he? I, did, did he die? Did he? Did he die? 
Diddy do, diddy do. Diddy do, diddy do, do. The, the still looking. I am still looking. Well, what people. you have to understand, like they're lit. It's it was literally. It's not a figurative black book. It was literally a black book yeah. with printed names in it and hand, like crossed out new phone number, new address, like you, all that do, shit. Do you know that flight attendant? There was one company, I was Braniff or one of the companies back in the sixties or seventies, used to literally hand out little black books to the male passengers in first class. Holy shit! Yes, literally. I'm not making this up. Wow. I am not making that up. Uh, when I went to Puerto Vallarta, the like the third or fourth time, I was like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And it was me and like and two guys around my age. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we got off the plane, got into a cab, and we're like, all right, go to the Hotel Buenaventura. And the guy turns around, looks at us, and he goes, Do you guys want to get little... do you want to get laid? And I'm like, <laughs> What? I mean, yeah, but not this second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can reach and, around. And, give me you know, a hand job right, right now. The other two guys, the poor guy is sitting. He had to sit in the front seat because it's a little tiny cab. So he yeah. was in the front seat. Me and the, my friend were in the back seat. And then you could just see like his head turn and kind of like look at me like the side of his eye. Like, is this guy going to jerk us all off? Like, I'm tired. I kind of want a I, shot I, of tequila and a burrito. I have a, <laughs> I have a headache. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no. And he said, here you go. And then he handed us three. Coupons. Like, yeah, kind of. They were like it was like a coupon book, <laughs> but for prostitutes. Kind of like the Vegas stuff when they hand out. The- yeah, they're all slap, slap, boom, yeah. try and hand it to you. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the, the time that I almost uh, drowned a guy in the fountains at Caesars? Yes, I, I remember that, that story, motherfucker. Yeah. He went to hand me one of those, and I was I looked at him. I looked down at like like the back of Porsche's head. She was walking in front of me, and I looked at that guy like he knew. He knew he's like, oh, that fucking guy. He's going to rip my fucking face off. Like he, <laughs> he, you could see the fear in his eyes, and he's like, and just held his porn to himself. But yeah, no, I, I was given. It was like a coupon book. You know, like the old coupon books you used to get. Like you rip, you like, yeah. Like it looks like an old per- checkbook, perforated. Yeah, perforated. That, yeah. that's what it was. But it was it. That's <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Nothing. Paul's I'm, I'm freaking good. out. It's fine. Yeah. So it was, uh, a, it was say, a coupons. It was a coupon book, <laughs> and it was like literally like like buy buy two head get one free, and I was like, well, we're definitely using this this one. I've never been to a prostitute. I feel like we're all prostitutes in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Uh, but I was tempted because I like a good deal. <laughs> sure, like oh, it's a two for one. I couldn't fucking believe that this guy handed out a coupon book for all the brothels in town. Sure, and I had been there a couple of times, three or four he, times he, before he probably that. Probably gets he probably gets a finder's fee. I guarantee you, he gets a finder's fee because they're probably because each coupon was like they they were like different colors. Yeah, so I bet they know. And they're like, oh, this is book A dash four from fucking. Pedro, who's on Route Four, mm-hmm. thanks, Pedro. You're yeah. gonna extra fucking forty pesos on your check next month. Yep. So yeah, it, the coupon book. I'm like, God, that's tacky. I didn't realize sex tourism was that big of a deal there. Like I didn't because I don't. I think of that as like a border kind of thing. Yeah. Tijuana and Nogales and all that shit. Anyway, so I wonder. So do you think that? Uh, I mean, seriously, do you think that anything is going to come out in public? Regarding who Epstein knew and what was going on, you think it's you think it's going to uh, happen, or they're just going to kind of just let it go away? It's going to kind of get buried. You know, I I, I kind of don't know, and I almost can't really answer that 
Because, because can, even if he's dead, he's dead, they've gone through, they have a lot of evidence in there. There's a lot so, of dirt So even though there. he's gone, their shit's still there. Absolutely. It's not over. I mean, it's not buried and gone. And, but do you remember the, oh God, the papers, something papers, that a couple of years ago where we found out that it confirmed the belief that all these super rich people all around the world have been hiding taxes oh, everywhere. Oh, uh, what the fuck was that? Like the president of Iceland had to fucking like resign because of it. Yes, it was uh, something papers, Panama papers. Yeah, and did that come from WikiLeaks? Yeah, so, it came from think, WikiLeaks. Okay, it came from yeah. Wiki. It came from WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks helps help distribute it because that's why all these fuckers hate him around the world. No matter where he goes, he, he's hated because yeah, Julian Assange is fucking terminally hated. Like he can come and stay at my house anytime sure. because he didn't fuck me over, right? But it does seem like he fucks over everybody that tries to help him. So like maybe he's just also a shit bag. Like he's. It's good that he's bringing light yeah. and shining light into these dark places, but he's also maybe he's just personally a dick. Well, you, you kind of maybe he got fucked over, like you said, when he was a kid and he was trying to get just revenge in general. But uh, I mean, it's t the whole story to me is really fascinating because I mean, that's how deep and bad this is. If you're one of the elites and one of the top of the top of the pyramid and there's a lot of those people out there around the world, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. There is. Yeah. I mean, it is a true disparage despair whatever between all of us peons you know and we think we're wealthy or we're going to have money like we have no we we have, we have no concept no of it. concept yeah. of the people that really have the fucking like, money and the power like i i like i look this at it like paranoia this paranoia like, either it's real i would say that well yeah because you rub shoulders with some of these people no i don't i don't you've, even you, well you've worked on their aircraft and things i don't mean being your friends with no, them no, and stuff like that no like the, the the guy the guy who's got johnson johnson money true but 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 I'm telling you, there are people way above that. Oh, that yeah. Just yeah, of course. Are literally above the law. They're above everything. They're above taxes. They're above anything. You know, they got... Like, here's the way I look at it. You, you've got enough money in the bank to where you could order a hit on someone, but you're going to be stressed about it. Yeah. And you could pay for it. And I'd probably die early because you, of it. You would, die, you would be stressed about it. Right. There's people out there that have so much fucking money that they just tell somebody, get rid of this. And they don't care. This problem. And then they just move on. Yeah. Because they didn't say murder him, hack, call in a hit. They didn't have to email the right. fucking guy themselves. But they didn't get on the dark web. They have a person who delegates to a person who delegates to a person. But you're saying that's enough money. It only costs, what, ten or 20000 You can off somebody. Yeah, but if you want the job done right, it's like twenty five to uh, 25 Gs and up. All right. I, so you that's, get what you pay for. I right, and and I I read a few mob books about that, mm -hmm. like recent shit, and I'm like, oh wow, I wish I had that it had it in me because it's a good fucking game. And a lot of those people that are the the hits are ordered on, they're not good people anyway. Right, they're people that really if should they, go if away. they got charged. Yeah, like the world's a little bit better place. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, I Jesus, like that's to dark. Teach the world to see. Perfect harmony, <laughs> right? So that there should be a movie about about the dark web and hitmen, and that ought to be like the closing song. <laughs> it's the buy a world of coke song. Well, use the same lyrics without the coke part. That would be funny. That's I mean, a just, good. That's a that's a really good idea. It's kind of a positive, you know, feel good. We're all holding hands, kumbaya. Like to buy the world some coke. That's not how it goes, is it? Like to buy the world some coke. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, to answer your yeah. question, I don't think anything is going to come of it. I think we're going to find out some con a confirmation of things that we already knew, especially Alex Jones, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> like he didn't like he he's he's like Nostradamus, <laughs> <laughs> where if you put out enough bullshit, 
you're going to be right 2% right. of the time. <laughs> I just can't no, wait. For, you're, like, you are right. Yeah, no, it's that, true. That's kind of what, maybe maybe that's what his business model is. Yeah, or maybe he's onto something. Maybe sometimes he occasionally gets mm-hmm. good information. And I mean, remember like- Do you think it's going to be, he's going to be suppressed? You know, I think it, I think it, that people are going to try and suppress it. Perfect example is a video that I just was sent to me and was like, hey, remember when this happened? Because I was just talking about this with another friend of mine uh, about what's going to happen. And I said, well, I think that it's kind of like with Sandy Hook, like you told me, is like if, if, if a bunch of young school children can be gunned down and they didn't change anything, anything. about gun laws or gun control or, or background checks or mental health right. checks and shit like that, they didn't do any of that and a bunch of little kids, you know, not a bunch yeah. of people adults that have lived some of their lives at walmart not a bunch of shitty fucking high school kids that like i kind of want to run over with my truck anyway (laughs) but little precious fucking kids right if nothing changed then probably not going to do it what happened from the panama papers the the dude in iceland resigned right which they have a history of doing that when their financial meltdown happened like 2008 or 9 something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. when their whole system of government and everything collapsed Yeah. yeah A bunch of government people and a bunch of bankers went to prison. They're still fucking there. Yeah. Like Iceland doesn't fuck we didn't around have any with that. Went to prison. How come we? Because they have tons of money. And they can stay out of prison. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Except for that. That who's the Madoff? Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Like he went to prison. He's yeah, he's he, going to be there forever. He's the only. He, I think he was the only one. He was a pyramid scheme guy. But but that was this shit. That was. Di- I mean, that's a little bit different. That's a pyramid scheme. That's one hundred percent illegal against the law. Yeah. Like federally, and at the amount of money he was, and he was defrauding people. Right. People can get into the stock market as much as they want. There's just not enough oversight. Anyway. But I'm proud I don't, to be in America. You keep fucking... You do it. No. Keep singing that song and I'll put it on as our break music. I won't do it. Now I'm stopping. I'll do like a rap version of it or something like that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I think with the Panama Papers, nothing happened. I think the Panama Papers is an indicator. Just like uh, mm-hmm. just like Sandy Hook, if nothing happened with the Panama Papers and it was to the tune of over a trillion dollars of money that is just hidden, mm-hmm. right in these uh, you know various tax schemes and shelters, if nothing happened really came from that, nothing is going to come from this. Nobody's going to be busted. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to. I don't know if people are going to pay to make it go away or it's just not going to happen. Because well, remember the huge fallout that happened when. Uh, Corey Feldman a few years ago started talking about uh, the pedophile ring mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Hollywood elites have the I mean, they're just they're constant pedophiles and they love young boys. Yeah. And he kept talking about that. And there's a clip that was sent to me in the middle of a conversation about this that is just grosses me out. And it was Corey Feldman on The View. That right there is disgusting. That's weird. <laughs> Fuck the right view. There. But it was when he was promoting his book and like his documentary that he was talking about because it, it was him. And like he made, he went public about Corey Haim because Corey Haim committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just forgot. Like he was a great actor and all that yeah. stuff, but he struggled a lot the last like 15 years or so that he was alive. It was like with drugs and just alcohol financial. dependency and all that financial stuff. Mm-hmm. And Feldman always had done better, like was just more financially well off. But he also knew that they had both been molested many many times over when they were young actors mm-hmm. and he just came out and said uh i'm I, i'm tired i gotta break the silence on this this is bullshit i'm gonna blow the doors off it what happened okay, nothing yeah. now a little bit got dug into when uh the michael jackson documentary did you ever watch that yes i did yeah fuck it was sickening yeah, jesus it was. christ it, it, was. Uh, it was like it was so hard to watch but i had to get through it yeah after that came out 
And then Corey Feldman was like, I fucking told you people that this is going on. That's just one guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many more people with so much more money, with so much more blood on their hands, literally and figuratively. And it, so, like, nothing came from it. So, so I, I don't have much faith I, in the system to to bust these people. I think one reason, I think, now I'm just thinking about it more, that the, that not much will happen. Maybe a little bit here and there. Some low-level yeah. low, low people might get busted or in trouble because, you know, we, we can have them be the fall people. Mm-hmm. Because right now we're, you know, being divided and, you know, uh, liberals, conservatives, or Democrats, you know, it's all the blood sport, this political thing now. But all of us the, have killed chil- have killed children. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe, are you okay? Wow. I mm. fucked up. I, I didn't say I didn't want to say killed children. Uh-huh. I was trying to say kids and then children, and they both got mix, mixed up. Sorry about that. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you right. are on. on and the reason politics. it's not going to go anywhere is because if it was really on one side, then the other side would be relentlessly going after it. Right. But both sides of the aisle, in this case, because that's what we're in the middle of now is this divided political country, both sides have probably equal number of people. Absolutely. That were hanging out with yeah. them. So they're both, do we really want, do you guys want to go, do we really want to go down this road? You know, are we going to all just bury ourselves and expose all this, or are we going to shut the fuck up and let it kind of quietly just go Just kind of quietly go, well, well, let's 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 uh, come up with something you know different, uh, some some sort of big distraction, right? It's that wag the dog bullshit, right? Uh, and I could see that, that happening. was a great movie. It was a great movie. Uh, what I was gonna say, like an hour ago, ice cream. I have like a, a no, ice cream. Like, no, like a thirty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was about uh, Trump. I have I have this theory. And I can make this call now because last year with AOC, her being a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I was right on that one. Uh, I think Trump's going to legalize pot at the federal level. I think he's going to do that to um, to garner support from the middle and then maybe some from the left. So this is an official call you're making. I'm officially making this call uh, that some at some point late this year or early next year. Before the election. But yeah, prior obviously yeah. prior to 2020, yeah. I think he's going to do that. Um, my dad used to make predictions like that. Um, he actually predicted that uh, George W. Bush was going to be reelected in 2004, mm-hmm. uh, but not because of I don't even remember what, what, who ran. Was it John Kerry that ran against him in 04? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it could so have been. or not? Yes. No, no. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so uh, my dad made the prediction that it was that. Uh, George W. Bush was going to legalize marijuana because that would solidify his reelection. Well, that was definitely early. Right. That was too early. But he also said, or he's going to invade. He's, he's going to invade more countries. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. So yeah, because of the, all the buddies up at, you know, Halliburton, Halliburton and and all that shit. Yeah. Now, uh, he, I remember my dad making the call. He goes, I bet Obama leading in, in, in twenty the year 2011, leading up to, to that 2012 election, I bet you he either legalizes pot or catches bin Laden. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Boom, 2011. Mm-hmm. Caught bin Laden. So, like, I can see Trump doing something like that. What's a bit, what could, what would, what could he do to create less division and get that middle, middle group of people? Um, that would that that would be a that would thing. I think that would be a thing. What else could could you I, think of that I, he could do? Hold on, I also wonder, just holding into that thought, if there could be enough tax money because I know the states are doing well, but we're in such high debt. You know, could there be enough tax money 
how about if you, you legalize pot and, and you tax it on, you know, already being taxed pretty high on weed right now? Sort of, uh, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think Nevada's is really high. It's like twenty two percent or something like right. that. So, but uh, enough to really put a dent in like yeah. a national health care and say we're going to solve health care. Well, we're going to make weed legal and we're going to make this go to health. Well, there's two sides to that though. You have to understand like there, it's not just the tax revenue; it's all the money that won't be spent enforcing it or attempting to enforce right. it, which so is in the a, billions and billions so it's a of double dollars. Double savings. You yeah, know. like you're no longer. Uh, you're you're no longer spending this money, and you're going to have more more revenue coming yeah. in. Yeah, when they were saying what the national, we were talking about this, of course, what it would cost, but it's it's in the like it's over a trillion dollars a year, I think. Oh, absolutely, a, a trillion trillion one point four trillion or something to pay for a national healthcare system. So I just wonder what how much you could save, and then how much you could tax on it and pay for this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that you'd be able to do like pay for it completely, but it sure shit would be go a long quite way. Quite a bit of fucking money. Is it ever going to go away out of out of, out of out of private companies? Is it ever going to go away out of private insurance? I mean, really? Do, do you think it is? I don't know enough about the system and other because uh, honestly, I thought like uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they had a private payer system. Yeah, I, I, I. Do you listen to that one episode of Pitchfork Economics? Talking no, about, I didn't. I just listened to you. The you like you you told me about it. Right, and, and it had like there was like four or five main systems of healthcare around the world. More or less, they 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 yeah. can lump them into those, one of those categories. And German is private, but the way it's done, it's I mean, the government is involved, but it is private. But it's not like our private, which is fucked up. I mean, and somehow they've sorted it they out. They can kind of do whatever they want, like the Germans do. Like, they just sort things out. Right. They solve problems. We have ways of making this work. We will just have to make this work. Let the right people in command of this, and we will make it work. Just let us alone to be okay. This is not a strudel distribution. Pipes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What did I say? You said something earlier about uh, the, oh, the different, like, if you... The fucking, did you say was it the the Nazi Crayola box? No, no, it was it was. We're talking about how cute. Uh, the, we're talking about cone heads or cone this or cone that, and I thought, oh, it's like the like the oh, KK kids. Oh God, that's what it was. The KK kids, and I said, but they're so cute, Joe, because they got their little the little white. Cone hats and and they're, and they're so cute and they're small because they never flop over. They don't flop over because they they're just straight. small and they stay pointed. It's so cute. And then we thought of KK Crayolas or something. Yes. And we said, so they have the big, what's that big box called of, of crayons? The, the big, 64, the one, you're like the one with the pencil, or the one with the, with the crayon sharpener, sharpener. Crayon sharpener but, but, but in the be, back. But it would be all white. It would be all white. but Different, it would be different, shades, different shades of white, of white. and colors. <laughs> I'm all eggshell, Navajo white. Right. Swiss, Swedish. Swiss, Swiss, Swedish. <laughs> Hermann Goering, white. Polar bear white. Polar, just, just white. Like brand new polar bear white. <laughs> Just, have just all the, these different advanced these white, white colors. And because it is a pointed, when you sharpen it too, it looks like a white, you know, cone. So bad. <laughs> God. Oh, God. oh, it's always I think KKK. I called Paul like advanced white or something it's, earlier. It's <laughs> like, always KKK. You're not regular white. You're not regular white like me. You're advanced white. It's because of my age. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Oh. It's just like you've leveled up. Maybe it could be because oh. your age has just gotten. So it's a double. Beam. But you don't. But you don't wear those goddamn white New Balances anymore. So that's really good. I haven't worn New Balance in a long time. No, you used to wear them all the time in the past year. You are wearing them here because they were like your work shoes. Bullshit. I've de- 
Dude, they're New Balance 609s. I used to wear them when I was lame, like 15 years ago. I promise you. You have New Balance now. I do, but they're not the white 609s. The dad shoes. Dad shoes. I never wore them in public. Yeah, I appreciate that. If I had them, I'd love to find them. No, they were like your work shoes. Like, they're all, they are beat to shit. Like, and I, I remember telling you, dude, you should get new shoes because those are beat to shit. And I'm, that's probably I'm why you're loving backwards. my new shoes. See, you have your, your work, work shoes. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, apologies to Zen because we were really clowning on him hard for his Nike Monarchs. Oh, were like you? The, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Those are like, those are the ultimate dad shoes. Okay. Uh, like, I, I asked him, like, dude, you're going to be barbecuing later on? And he's all, fuck off. They're comfortable. And I'm like, it's cool, man. Well, the big back, are you wearing, if, if you mow your lawn, the big conversation is do you, if you uh, bag or mulch. You know, that's the big uh, oh, God. subdivision conversation. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It was like, do you bag or mulch? Ooh, <laughs> you combine the two? Oh, my God. And Ooh, use yeah. high nitrogen fertilizer? A man after my own heart. <laughs> what brand mulch. is that? That's a Toro 2.5 horsepower. <laughs> Fucking A right, doggy. It'll cut everything. Mm -hmm. It's like a goddamn Cuisinart. Uh, back, I've, way I've, back I've to had the, those conversations. I, 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 you're I, so fucking funny, no, though. That's the type no, but of I would join in. I would I would join into a group, and I'm going. They're actually talking about mowing lawns. I can't. I'm not going to be staying in this. I'm not staying in this circle. I'll be over here. You're like I. I pay somebody to to cut my grass. You're like, well, really? Why? Because of conversations like this yeah, to I really, avoid I, this. I, I hated, I didn't hate. Actually, it's kind of a feeling of accomplishment, actually. If you mow a lawn, it doesn't take that long. You're like, oh, it looks better than it did, you know, an hour ago. It does. It, I mean, it makes the property look better. Sure. And, and then if you go like full-blown fucking rain man, like some people do, and they put designs in their lawn. Right. Sorry, Eli. <laughs> Your brother but he does, does that? Well, yeah, but he also works for a landscape company. Okay. And worked for the, that same landscape company all yeah. throughout college. Do, putting designs right. like mowing yards and shit like putting designs in, so and so i appreciate a nice landscape uh and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh you said landscape i thought you said man's manscape i appreciate oh, a nice then there's manscape. the landscape yeah land, landing scape anyway. wow wow so, so um 1995 right right it's like uh, how many dudes have you been with that you had that had a landing strip <laughs> He's all too many to count. Oh, wait. Here we go. Ten. These are ten. Ten. Gary. 20, Bruce. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> Dude, I cracked uh, off with the Julian, like the name Julian and being a uh, like kind of a, like a historically gay name. That just sounds like a pretty guy name. It is. Yeah. And I said this shit. I was fucking was talking about this joking around with Ed, man. Mm hmm. <laughs> like three minutes into me, like thinking I'm really funny, I realize Ed's not laughing at my jokes like he always does, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, that's a son's name." <laughs> son's oh, name God. is Julian. Like, not that there's anything wrong, like with call, like it's it, it was just a joke, and it would right. landed fucking poorly. And there's Bruce, you know, it's Bruce Wayne. I mean, that's rather masculine. <laughs> okay, you. Gay you, guy's you, did, name Bruce. Yeah, no. Did you happen to watch the old Batman series from the '60s? Well, that was kind of gay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna sneeze here in a minute. Ace and Gary, the ambiguously gay duo. That was hilarious. Fucking. <laughs> Paul also has strong uh, middle-aged dad energy when it comes to his sneezes. Just so we're clear. Oh, I've done this for decades. Oh, I know. It doesn't matter. Like you were, just like that super loud sneeze that scares the shit out of everybody and i didn't pull anything 
Well, that's good. I guess when I sneeze and I, you know, I have a uh, what's like a hernia from it, then then I've got a problem. Dude, <laughs> like, ah! you fucking just scream after <laughs> you sneeze. Well, like, what happened, sir? I sneezed. Not that I sneezed. Like ER, I like, sneezed. Really? Like, yeah, and I had to pop my intestines back through my abdominal wall. Right. Uh, that reminds me, I I did it. I finally am old. Uh, like a week ago, I sneezed. I was sitting sitting in the easy chair, and you pulled something and sneezed and like pulled something in like the middle of my back and I was like <gasps> so I'd already sneezed and expelled all of the air out of my lungs and then that pain happened and it felt like and I was like oh, oh god this is it this is it this is it I'm gonna this die right one. here Elizabeth I'm coming to see you <laughs> but I couldn't move because it hurt and it, it went away after like maybe 30 seconds but I'm like fucking god damn it but then I remembered <laughs> I didn't remember I googled Sneeze pulled back. <laughs> and you know the first hit was? No. Sammy Sosa. Oh the my last God. year he did that. He he sneezed so hard that he pulled he tore muscles in his back and popped like two ribs out. Wow. He was out for like twelve games. From a sneeze. From sneezing. <laughs> and, and this was like in his prime. It was like the year after the Maguire Sosa thing. Yeah. When they were going back and forth. This was Sosa in his fucking prime. He needed to make up and a better story, though. He needed to really cover this one up. No, he laughed about it. He's like, oh, I don't understand. I sneeze. And then now I am I'm feel like I'm dying. I must be getting old. Ha, ha, ha. Like. And he's in good, was he, good shape. He's in great shape until How he did that. that? I, does... It's just weird. It's sitting at a weird angle. And then sneezes are violent anyway. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it. it's, it's like. Oh, God, she doesn't work at the hospital anymore, and I hope she never listens to this podcast, but this woman I used to work with, she was apparently upset stomach, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, butt-leaking kind of problem, mm-hmm. and uh, she sneezed and shit herself. I could see that happening. Yeah, but this was when this... Oh, yeah, it's possible, and I couldn't even laugh about yeah, it if because... if you're loose bowels it, and it, you have a sneeze like I just had, I mean, something's coming out somewhere. It was... Uh, it was it was it was disgusting at the time because she not only shit her pants, mm-hmm. but she shit the chair. <laughs> so the chair's foam. Like she had to take oh the chair God. and like bag it up and put it in the soiled utility room. And they're like, <laughs> and, and so there's a special room that you put like dirty things oh. that you you know like a thing like at the hospital. They call it soiled utility room. So like if they do if there's an instrument tray and they do like a bedside procedure, it, that instrument tray goes in there sealed up with a tag. And tells, you know, whoever's coming in, this goes to this place, Central Sterile, to be sterilized and brought repackaged or whatever. So she had to wheel that through ICU, out of our office, into ICU, and into the soil utility room, and then bag it up, and then tell the, like, unit secretary why. Mm -hmm. Like, it was soiled. Really? How did it happen? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) So embarrassing. They, Probably, have, they have to know. They have to write a report. I mean, they don't have. I mean, they can just kind of assume that she shit her chair. Right. And I, f- I felt bad until the smell hit me. And I'm just like, oh, God, it smells so bad in here. Well, and then she's it, there's only two of us at the time. This was like five years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we have three stations and we expanded our office. But back then it was only two stations. So I was alone while she went home, showered her ass and put on fresh underwear and, mm-hmm. and scrub pants. She came back and I was like. Did you shit while you're at home so you don't do it again here? And she's like, I'm probably going to shit again while I'm here. <laughs> and I'm like, haven't you shat enough here, woman? And she's like, don't you ever tell anybody about this. And I've really not told anybody. I told Portia about it. Well, now you're it. telling me and all 12 of our listeners. <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah, I told Portia about it, but I didn't name her. And now I'm telling you. It's awesome. Um, she pooped. It was funny. Pooping is funny. Pooping is funny. Yes. I mean, it, it wasn't funny when it stunk up the whole goddamn right. office, though, because it's fresh poop, too. It was bad. It wasn't like dirty diaper or somewhat sealed. I'm telling you right now, if we have one more person working here, we need another bathroom. I don't know what the standards are. You know, th- this is this is not enough bathrooms for you. Were four people here? There's that's plenty. We need another one. Okay. If, if one more person shows up, we need another one. Why? Because we're at the limit right now. Because you know, some people, you know, no one's always a hundred percent peak fitness and hundred percent. You know, you know, I, I, it, it, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have no idea what you're just saying. There have been times when I come from a an errand or something and come back and go, I got to go to the bathroom. And then someone's in the bathroom. You know, I, I got to wait for a while. We have to share. And sometimes is is I got to wait a little longer than I need to be waiting. So like you shit yourself a little no, bit? No, I haven't done that yet. Oh. Or piss myself. If I really got to piss, I'll go around back out here and just whiz. Yeah. You know, I'll do that. And I'm going, okay. But at some point coming up, again, one more person. I mean, we're at peak. We're at peak capacity right I now. I find that to be people. absolutely ridiculous. I do too. You want to know why? Because it's not even that bad at Blackridge sometimes when there's 40 painters drinking beer. I was going to say 200, 200 people on a night where we didn't anticipate it being that busy so we didn't get a porta potty for the alley and there's one bathroom. Right. That's why like I don't I don't know like I, I don't I don't mind when two people go into the bathroom together. I just hope they aren't fucking in there. Right. I don't mind when they go in there because it saves 30 seconds, 45 seconds per person in line. Sure. If two of them at a time go in there and they're comfortable peeing or shitting or whatever they're doing in front of somebody, they go first, wash their hands while somebody else is going. Boom, they're done. But I bet there's some kind of standard, not like at a bar, but I'll bet you there's a standard for a business. You know, it says, OK, if you have this many people, you should have. This many bathrooms. I don't think there is. I think you have to have one bathroom. Like you don't. I don't think you have to have a bathroom, but if you have one, it has to really? be a criteria. Yeah. Think about all the businesses that have bathrooms that they're not for public use. So, well, they have a bathroom. They don't have to let the public use it. To me, by that logic, I could t- take it back one step further and go. Then they don't require one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, so, but I wonder if, like, if you serve food then you have to offer a restaurant okay or how about like that. how about a recommended like when you see, like a box of cereal that says serving suggestion right which nobody <laughs> ever follows right because it usually it's nice strawberries yeah with a you know some milk and a in a chilled pitcher you know yeah so i think one day i'm gonna have cereal i'm just gonna prep my cereal just like at the box you know i'm gonna some bananas and strawberries right. nicely cut. And like and I said, like a separate glass of orange You're not going to have a carton of plastic in a plastic no. milk jug. That doesn't look picturesque. It's going to be a carafe. <laughs> it's going to be a carafe with little chunks of grass floating in it. Right. It's like, it's, this isn't, no, it's not pasteurized. Like an and or, it's still with an, warm, With an orange too. slice. You know, have a bowl on the plate with an orange slice or something. Have you ever had fresh milk from a cow? I mean, still warm. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Oh, it's so gross. Apparently you have. Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I'm. How long do you have to suck it before you get. I mean, it depends on sucking the teeth. It depends on if you cradle the rest of the other. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Hey, man, I think we should uh, get out of here. We're beating horses at this point. And we're sucking teats. Sucking teats. On a a quick note. And the colonel, before he went, head soap. Oh, you're going to buy my chicken. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pass.
pass out again. Oh no, Paul's gonna shit his pants and pass out. Oh, you go to buy chicken. Real quick, yes, I was the weirdo kid who was just like, oh, I can milk a cow, and I'm all front, 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 front. Is and it, then is when it, is it, is it people say it's hard to do, but I'm most going, people are stupid. Okay, um, it's not. You kind of just from the top and just kind of yes. squeeze it down. And Absolutely, because there's milk in the udder. I mean, in the in the yes, yes, and it just so you squeeze it. Yeah, and it comes out of the hole. And what it is is it's a gland that feels that they're squeezing on there, and then it opens up. Oh, it opens it up is? a little sphincter that. So once you get it going, mm-hmm. it actually will flow more and more and more until awesome. like the others. Other because it's, it's a, the the theory is there's a, a calf on there, yeah. and it's eating. Yeah. So there you go. That's well, how that's how that works. That reminds me. You ever see the Cowboy Way? Yes. With the Woody Harrelson and yes. Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. When they go to Central Park and they get that calf to suck on, like they're trying to get they're trying to get information out of this guy. Right. And beating him up is not helping, so they take his drop his pants and they get a, a calf to come over. <laughs> now here's the thing. This calf thinks your pecker is his mama's teeth, and he's going to start sucking, and he ain't going to stop until he gets something out of it. So you better tell us, because we got to get something out of you. I forgot what the whole premise of, why did they go to New York? I forgot. Poncho, I think it was a guy's name. It was a, he was a ranch hand that either, like, he left and left a note behind about his daughter. Like, he was going to find his daughter or help her out or something like that. Okay. And then they nev- they didn't hear from him for, like, two weeks. So and they, they went to go find they him. They went to go find him in New York City. Okay. And you had these cowboys. Now I kind of want to go home and watch the cowboy away because that was actually a, a movie. It's a funny movie. That's a, that's a movie my ex-wife and I used to watch all the time. That okay. and Maverick is, like, her two favorite movies. Wow. Maverick. Remember that one? Yes. Mel Gibson. Yes. James Garner. Yes. The all show. That. The show. No, no, no. The movie. Oh, but there was a show. Yes, there was a show. But the show with James Garner. The, yes, with I'm a, aware. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw the movie then. Holy shit! Really? Like everybody who's everybody is in that movie. Like James Coburn, all these old uh, Hollywood like Western actors are in it. A shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. Right? If they could have squeezed like fucking Andy Devine's corpse in there, they would have put it. Would, it would have made sense. Yeah. You know? And there's all these country singers that make like uh, cameos at the like it's a big card scene at the end. It's on a riverboat. I can't believe you've never seen a movie. It's fucking phenomenal. I'm gonna have to look it up. All right, that's all right. it. You got anything else? So something coming up. See this this podcast hits the people. Hits the people. Uh, this coming week. Actually, I can throw this out there. Uh, Blackbridge Brewery is going to be doing a Woodstock 50 years uh, celebration on August 24th. It's Saturday, all afternoon and into the evening. Uh, as of right now, four or uh, potentially five bands will be playing. Which will be as this drops. Music. It'll, be, it'll be that weekend. It'll be that, that Saturday, this coming okay. coming Saturday, the 24th. What's, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Is this a new, a new a, fresh announcement? This is a new... Uh, no, the idea, it was Carrie's idea. Okay. He came up with the idea and he asked me, he's like, can you talk to bands you know and see if they can play anything from the era? And I'm like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And then through him and talking to people and all that, we've got, you know, uh, I think five bands. That could be some pretty badass music, actually. That could be. It could whole, be. It could absolutely yeah. be. And I think it'll be a really good time. Five bands? Five bands, yeah. You can, like, try to duplicate what happened at Woodstock, different effects and things that actually took place. Like rain? Rain. Mud. Hel- hel- nudity. To- like, just topless women everywhere. Helicopters. sandwiches and passing them around. Yes, yeah, yeah. Big pot of rice. Yeah. No, none of that is no. actually going to happen. There's going to be beer there, so that's good. That's all I've got going on right now. Okay. I'm trying to think of another thing that would be going on between now and that weekend, and I don't... I nothing. Just, I'm... I got I got nothing. Paul's gonna get a rub and tug, probably. Nope. No. 
Uh, just working on the Airfest, people. You'll hear more about that as we get closer. Oh, yeah, definitely. We have some big stuff happening. All right, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, good night, folks. Bye.